Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, it's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void, three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice, coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between, yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back, coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat, no need to double check, these are all facts, you're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. What's going on? It's Saturday. You are here. So you know the vibes. This is Grapsody. I'm Phil Lindsay. Not alone, of course. I'm here with my co host. Righteous Reg. In the building, it's me, your boy, media man, the one and only Righteous Reg, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, the king of beep. Not saying that anymore. In the building, it's your boy's Graph City. What's good with you today, Philip Lindsay? It's July. It's not sunny outside. The weather in Oakland has been amazing. It's the, the, they, we have like the weirdest summer because it doesn't start until like september so right now like i had a hoodie on yesterday and i was like living a good life and people are upset on twitter all my oakland followers are like yo what the fuck what is this why isn't there sun what's going on here all this stuff and i'm just like yo living my life i got a beanie on right now feels great (laughs) 
Yeah, no, nah, it's uh, it's been hot here, but it started to cool down. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a week. It's been a week of yeah of uh, annoyances and and other things uh, because <laughs> holiday was situated right in the middle of the week, so you had holiday stuff, you had regular everyday stuff. It almost feels like it was Monday and then a holiday, and then it reset to another Monday. Yeah, two Mondays in a week is wild. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. But uh, yeah, we got it going first thing this week. Recorded the interview with Athena. If you have oh, not yeah. seen it yet, go check that out. Uh, that was a blast to record. Uh, big shout outs to Athena. Athena is a great, great human. She, uh, you know, right now she's playing that superhero hill character, which she's amazing at. Best run that's going today. But you know, just talking to her and interacting with her in that interview is like, man, she's such a cool person. You like really appreciate the position that she's in and we just want more for her after talking to her and hearing you know her story and what she's trying to do moving forward yeah um after talking to her because we got almost like an hour plus interview here um after talking to her for so long and seeing how people overreacted to some of the promo stuff it makes me feel even more like people were just being a little silly because it's just like no that's just how she talks like she's just um, like if people are just like, ah, black people don't talk like that. I'm like, yeah, this, this woman is a big nerd. Like mm-hmm. you can't tell that by just looking at her and the way she carries herself. But like, look at our interview, the way she talks, like the room she was in, all of the stuff on her walls, big nerd. And, and black people do her. talk like that too. That's the crazy thing. Like there's hella black people talk that talk the same. Like, right. <laughs> we don't all have to talk the same. It's okay. We're like all over the country, all over the world. Like we'd be talking different, saying different things. It's not all the same vernacular. It's not all the same tone. It's not all the same anything. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Big shout out to Athena. She was great. Was um, yeah. Definitely go watch that if you have not, because uh, Phil and I had a lot of fun. We was like red meth out there with the questions. I got one. <laughs> then she answers and Phil got ones back to back, baby. But yeah, definitely check that out. Super fun. Nah, nah, man. Hitting with the tandem offense, man. They weren't ready. Hey, we, yo. We, 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 uh, we've been uh, rocking as a trio for long, so long, man. They didn't know. Mm hmm. <laughs> they did not know, but I think they know now, Phil. Or we still gotta let them know. Nah, man, I see, yeah. I see some people that be still kind of. We still gotta let them know. Yeah, yeah you're right. They just, uh, you know, might have thought it was a fluke, man. <laughs> <laughs> might have thought it was a fluke, man. Let me tell you one thing. This shit is not a fluke, baby. We are out here. We are out here to stay. We got a lot of dope things coming up very soon. We're gonna get into some more interviews. Athena was just a little tip of the iceberg. Of some things that we're really trying to get into. Phil, Phil and I have been talking about just expanding and doing some more things. So, yeah, it feels really good, man. And, of course, all you guys along for the ride, the support, everybody commenting, saying that they watched the interview and that they enjoyed it. Y'all are just so dope, as always. Yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah, hope everybody had a good holiday weekend, whether you decided to uh, celebrate July 4th or boycott this holiday because reasons i don't know we already uh, had our holidays on june 19th <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i i legit laughed for a good 20 minutes at that dr umar video that was yeah. hilarious um, <laughs> but yeah no nah, if you are also as sick of fireworks as i am oh my god you know you, bro they're still lighting them over here still come on man still knock it off man yes still sick of fireworks as i am 
if you still have a barbecue in your refrigerator, throw it out, man. <laughs> throw it out. How many days is that? Four. It's four days. I think you might be able to get you, you, one you, uh, more lunch out of there. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you're cutting it close. You're cutting it real close, man. Some of them leftovers, you got to throw that away, man. You, you see that keep... video, that one of uh, Gillian Wallow? Wallow with the spaghetti? <laughs> Wallow, Wallow say you got to throw your leftovers out. After two, what do you say? After two days? <laughs> yeah, he said. Uh, Gilly said after two days. Yeah. Nah, man. You sometimes you can give it about. Walla was like, no, you got to He's like the last scoop is like the best part, so you got to get all the way down. Uh, sometimes, there. <laughs> sometimes that sometimes that flavor does be sinking in all the way to the See? bottom of the Tupperware, man. Sometimes See? you gotta you gotta let it sit for a minute. But nah, if you letting it sit for like five six days, now nah, you wild. You, you gotta figure that out. <laughs> if it's been a week. If you all about to hit a week with your BBQ, it's time to move on, out, big man. dog. It's over, man. <laughs> Throw that out. Uh, but as usual, you guys know how to support us. Uh, mm-hmm. Send us your super chats. Um, and you can also send us Humper Chats at humperchat.com slash Fightful. Facts, facts, facts. And subscribe to uh, Fightful Select because you can watch Ask Grapsity with Bill and I. Next Thursday will be the next one coming up where you can ask all the questions, any wild things you want about wrestling, hip-hop, video games, TV. It, it, the, the, there's no limits here. So, yeah, definitely subscribe to Spiteful Select, and you know that they got the craziest news of all time. Uh, SRS is just going wild, always dropping some stuff. You can check out news on SmackDown. Why Vince McMahon was backstage getting y'all all in a drift everybody going crazy why are you reporting this why aren't you reporting this it's just like there's so much stuff if you want to hear about all the news and wrestling and AEW and uh all around yeah, the wrestling a, world you got it we got a report this week on kota abushi yeah doing negotiations over there and that's wow. the head of the big blood and guts uh match so hmm. sure seems like uh kota might be pulling up hmm. and then that promo that kenny did after where he th- I, you know, he, he knows people are gonna that they're recording at the time. He's like, "Oh, we're off air. You're never off air, bro." If you're talking out loud, and for him to be like, "It's my friend," pretty much, and everybody to be like, "Yeah, <laughs> my oldest friend." Who's your oldest friend? Kenny? Yeah, Omega? we're we're Who off the air. Like somebody's not gonna record this video and put it online, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you're never off air, big dog. <laughs> but I think he knows that because there's no way he would say that in not think it's going to get out and be a big tease. But yeah, I think it's a, a a a great idea for them if he is coming. Yeah, let me ask you how he feels how you feel about it. If he is coming, do you announce it before or do you do like wait until the show and then do the big entrance surprise? Um, I'm for either war. I mean, he could he could show up the week before. Yeah. And announce that he's the the last member of their team. And that way you get the interest next week. Um, or if he just showed up the week of, I'd be cool with that too. Um, either for, either or. But I think at this point, most people think it's a bushy anyway. Exactly. That's why you can maybe just ride it out. The, the good thing about AEW is when people are kind of suspicious on something or there's a surprise and they tease it, it usually comes through. They usually execute it. Like they wouldn't, t- Kenny wouldn't do this big tease and then it'd be like, Actually not. It's Enzo Amore, and we're like, what? <laughs> Yo. Yo. If if the elite got on the top of the ramp in TD Garden, and like Wayward Son is playing all of this, and it goes off, and then all of a sudden... You just see my man coming in, hitting the dance. Like, yo, nah. <laughs> I might cut the my gang- TV off. 
<laughs> ends up <laughs> ends up fucking the whole blood and guts up for you. Nah, bro. Him him just standing behind him, them doing the dance, and then they all start doing it like when they used to do it on a two hundred five live. All those yes. little instruments. Nah, 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 nah. The elite doing the Enzo little shuffle. It's crazy out here. <laughs> crazy out here. Yeah, no, I think I could go either way with it too, just because based off of that, everybody's already suspicious. Now there's this talk, like all signs are pointing to this guy's gonna be there. So it's a. Uh, um, might as well just announce it next week. Yo, Ken, uh, Koto Ibushi's out here. Bitch, what's up with it? I don't know. Uh, huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? I don't know. What about I the know. other side? Uh, there there hasn't been as much speculation on who's going to join BCC and competing against the elite. I've seen some some people online making their speculation. I'm like, that's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they haven't really uh, given us anything on that side. Um, I don't know if it'll be somebody with attachments to Black Bull Combat Club. Uh, the elite have a lot of enemies. Maybe it's somebody they that do. is an old enemy of them. That also, Your friend? Also, that just wants to slide <laughs> up on that side to help beat them up. But Could you imagine if CM Punk joined BCC to be in there? I don't know if everybody on Black, Black Bull Combat Club gets that <laughs> so, I don't know if that'll happen. Moxley be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny if uh like they're just waiting on the last guy and um you're just like man we got a guy right we need another guy i got a guy and then he comes out and like mox is like looking around and just like start throwing chair <laughs> <laughs> he's just going crazy then they shoot a video of eddie kingston in japan and he's just thrashing stuff over there too <laughs> They're like, what is this? That'd be compelling TV. We're not getting that at all. Zero percent. Never going to happen in a million years. But it would be hella funny. But yeah, we're going to get into some more uh, of that talk later. Maybe we'll get into Mm. a couple of super chats to start the show. Why are you saying, hmm, what's going on here? If that was, if it's big, big buddy lad pad, I Mm. I might be into that. Mm. It's been a long time since we've seen Pac. So, uh, yeah, I mean, anytime we're going to get him featured in there and if he's mixing it up with all those guys, yo, I'm just like, if Kota Ibushi showing up, all these singles matches we're going to get potentially coming out of that is like, yeah, I mean, look, man, you. Pack Pack showing up back up in a big way and being on that side. Pack of course does not like the elite. Just not had at this all. Uh, this uh ongoing feud with them early in the year. Had a mm-hmm. best of seven with those guys and one of the best AEW matches against Kenny Omega. Like yeah, they got long got history. Long history with the elite. It would make plenty of sense for him to be on the other team in this blood and collect game. Um I don't know. Somebody uh, uh, in, on the Denise show, they were like, well, since Don Callis is now trying to recruit Chris Jericho, maybe Chris Jericho is going to be the one. And I'm like, because Chris Jericho has been in every uh, blood and guts match. I'm like, no, no, please. No, I, I think that's probably the appeal of this blood and guts match is that it's actually other storylines outside of Jericho. Nah, but you know who, who could get himself in a storyline? Y2J Chris Jericho. I mean, this is a way. He's like, maybe I'll start working with Don Callis out of nowhere and just forget about the things that I was doing with Sammy. Oh, no. Sick individual, dude. Sick Definitely, individual. Definitely sicko mode. Like, nah. Uh, nah. <laughs> Can't trust him. Nah. 
Speaking of sicko mode, uh, the boy was in Chicago. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The boy is outside. He got holograms on stage. You seen the hologram hand him a book? I didn't. What was that? You didn't see that? <laughs> <I> did not, <laughs> yeah, there's a thing where the the hologram is sitting on stage and then it hands him a book. But I guess the hologram is like an actor or something with the with the AI face or something. It's something. It's a lot going on. Drake is like really, really putting it together for his stage show. Everything that I've seen has been ultra ridiculous. Yeah, boy was out here in Chicago at the United Center for oh. two nights. Shut it down. Hey. Um, I had a lot of friends and, and family that went. I did not go. Um, I think the first night was July 5th, and then July, he was here July 6th as well. Wow. Seeing him, see seeing him throwing some shots at my guy. Like, Oh, this yeah, is, this, yeah. This is, a, this is a Childish Gambino house, man. I ain't, I ain't, no, 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 no. We're not going for no Childish Gambino slammer. Uh, <laughs> Keep that I'm, over there. Listen, listen, listen. Huge Childish Gambino fan. Love him. Great. I think camp and... And this is the internet, or the for the you know, yeah. the internet. Great albums. All, I think all of his work is great. This is America, though. Drake might be right. That headline is true. I think. Yeah, it is. That song. You're not playing that song, Phil. One of the, one of the one of the most uh, thought provoking videos of of the past decade. Sure. Gave us a great moment. Love the song but are you well. playing that song? Am I playing it all the time? No, but it is a good record. I'm not going to say it's trash. Like, I'm not doing that. People that are like, oh, it was overly awarded. That, what, what did the headline say? It said it was overly praised, overly overly rewarded, because um, the story behind this, guys, if you do not know, is that uh, I guess in an interview, uh, Bino it, uh, said in passing that this song was initially supposed to be a drag disc. Now, I don't know what changed, but uh, apparently the boy heard that. And you know, you know, you know how he is. Once you know, he, once, go. Once, once he senses his beef, he outside. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so of course he's been throwing shots at him since this show this weekend. Kicked off his tour this, this week in Chicago. And we've been now seeing shots from the, sh- from the show. His fan base is doing what they do, taking shots at the guy. And I'm just like. Now we ain't got to do this. And in the midst of this, of course, now we're trying to rewrite history and say this is America is not a good record. And I say that you guys are liars. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. OK, I'm saying I would I agree with what the headline said. It's a good record, but like I'm not playing it. And when it comes on, I usually skip it. I, I don't I'm not. I just I think it's just so overly played when it when it was going that now I'm just like, Ugh. and there's so many better Childish Gambino records, I think. And yeah, like when I mean, it's like. When it's a mix of songs and that one comes on, it's like, ah, it's not really not really flowing. I mean, look, if you're going to ask me, do I think there are better Gambino records? Of course there are. Mm-hmm. But to be like, oh, it was overly praised and overly awarded. Yo, that that video did what it did. That video the video was dope. Hit massive numbers, and it was an actual cultural statement. Like, I, I like Drake as much as the next guy, but... Drake videos ain't got no ain't got no meaning to them. Mm-mm. God's plan, money. 
No, man. He, you know, if there's no meaning behind all of this stuff. Like Honestly, it's him, it's in the back, this shit off. in the back of my mind, there was an article, a couple of things that came out that said Childish Gambino might have stole that song from an, an artist, and there was another song that sounds exactly like it at the same time. So that's probably really what it is because I'm behind the artist. I'm like, this nigga stole that song, but I don't know if that's true. Uh, all the evidence seemed to line up. But you know, things are things. People make songs. As somebody, as somebody, oh, that, as somebody who makes music and songs, I've heard songs before and be like, damn, did I rip this person off? And it's like, no, it's just like that's just how music works. There's only so many bars and beats and things, and sometimes they just line up like that. So if it goes to wax, as they say, Philip Lindsay, bar for bar, who you got? That sounds like a crazy uh <laughs> that sounds like a crazy uh beef like it does doesn't it <laughs> i don't know if i'm interested like remember when uh remember when lupe said something about bino and he made that joke about him in an interview and people thought that like it was like real beef and they were gonna like go back i'm like i have no interest no, in, in, really in lupe and bino shooting bars at each other and i don't really have any interest Same in thing. drake and being throwing bars at mm-hmm. each other like no nah, i'm good on that man like I don't know, man. Could be a little bit of a. Uh... Let me not before for Drake. I don't want to look like Aaron Busby <laughs> out here and, and have the Drake fans coming at me. But it, it, it Busby be like... going hard too. Busby, relax, bro. <laughs> it, it, it looks like a little bit of smoke and mirrors to me that you know yeah. you you lost. It could, and, and let's make no mistake about it. You lost the last beef you were in, and now you know you try to make it seem like it's on site with the subs at still throwing subs at Kendrick. Now you're throwing subs at this guy like, nah, like, look, I mean. The people that, the Drake fans that have spun it to say that he won the Pusha T battle are so funny. It's like, how? He absolutely did not. (laughs) Come on. When when you had to get to the point where you couldn't put your record out, you lost. That's it. (laughs) That's that's the game right there. If you're you're like, you know what, maybe we'll scrap that one. Yeah, you lost. We're done here. We did this. We did it. If he gets you off your, if any time you're out, if, if the rapper gets you out of your character, that's usually the the sign. Like, uh, I just listened to Angie Martinez on Questlove's podcast. Great, great podcast. Angie Martinez, one of the best of all time. But she was talking about the Hov and Nas beef. She said they did, on Hot 97, they did a poll of Ether and Super Ugly because TakeOver had been out for a while. And remember when it's Super Ugly came out? And it was, yeah, yeah, right. When Super Ugly came out, we were all like, uh, it was just like, it's too it's much. Really and so it's, they did it. They did a poll on the air and like Ether wiped them out. And so she's see, like, that's not, that's not fair. Why would you if you're going to put any song against Ether, it would be Takeover. Right. Like putting Super Ugly against it. Of course, Super Ugly is going to lose. Like, yeah. Just, I guess what had happened is Super uh, Takeover had been out for some months. And so like when Ether came out, Hove had like immediately responded because takeover had already been out so they put those two records together and so she's like they we tallied up the results and she's like as i'm saying and the winner is nah she's like jay-z walks in and jay-z like as i'm saying the winner is not so walks in and she's like i had to interview him immediately after and <laughs> i'm like that's cr- that's da, crazy da, marco yeah straight up. <laughs> But I was uh, that's saying like immediately if you've never heard the interview when after Ether dropped, Hove called into Angie Martinez's 
show and it sounds like he's crying like he's so out of care like he's just like man i don't i don't know man like i don't know what like he's just so it's not hove at all like any hove interview you ever heard he's like the most boisterous he's fucking hove but this interview he's not hove and if you get into that position it's like oh no got you on the ropes yeah, I've seen people try to say Hope didn't lose that as well, and I'm just which like, is crazy, you guys. Come on, you can't, you can't do that. He had he had the man out of sorts, and I'm a huge Hope guy. Uh, yes, but, um, had the guy out of sorts. His mom had to come out and tell him to apologize for this record. <laughs> if your mom's coming, nah, go, bro, there we go. Nah, nah, bro, you lost, man. And and I'm one of those people that I think Takeover is a better song than Ether for sure. Yes. It is. Um, and that's why I kind of feel like a super ugly versus Ether. Of course, Ether's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he still lost that. Takeover is just a great song, like minus the diss. Like Kanye, like went insane on that production. Hove, yeah. it's like a great song, but like Ether was like, yikes! Like, yeah, Ether, dude, Ether did what it was supposed to do. He got on there, and got a few lies off, you know. But, Definitely, you know, it is what it is. It's not a great diss <laughs> song if you don't get lies off, Phil. Come on, Listen, that's man. the only way. All, I've said this before. All the best rappers get their lives off, man. It's, <laughs> it's the only way. If you get a whole bunch of their fans to believe something that you made up, you beat them. You got them. Fifty Cent, like his whole, like his whole Ja Rule beef was just like getting them to believe these lies that he's telling and and changing straight, the game. Straight up lied, and then took his formula and started making making records like him. Nasty game, bro. <laughs> that became out can we do like retroactive like they, there has to be a series of like retroactive they got to bring back beef and then talk about the beefs and then see what happens afterwards because we got to award some points to people on the back end like that because right. the whole thing was based off ja rule makes these r&b records he does these he does this now the game is just what he did and they got him out of here for it <laughs> yeah uh, this just reminds me because I was looking at I looked a little bit of a uh, Maul and Roy's podcast, and Maul, of course, is a whole finger, so he's yes. like, Hope didn't lose that big that beef, mm-hmm. and everybody else was like, Nah, Maul, he lost, and he was like, But how? And it, and I think the mayor said, uh, Nah, being ethered is a term now. That's how he <laughs> yes. lost. That's how you exactly. know he lost <laughs> because go. being ethered mm-hmm. is a term. It's a part of the culture now. Mm-hmm. So no, Hope lost mm-hmm. that beef, bro. Yeah, he lost that battle. The biggest uh, lie that Nas got off in there is that Eminem killed him on his own shit. I will forever stand behind that Hove went crazy on Renegade. Renegade. And I hate when people, like, Nas just gassed everyone up. Like, Eminem was rapping, like, we're, like, schemes, all kind of stuff. But what Hove was saying, like, they'd be trying to talk crazy on Hove. Like, Hove was going off, like, insane. Yeah. Like, it's not the greatest Hove verse you ever heard, but, like, no. shit. It's hard, though. No. I, I know a lot of people that uh feel like the <laughs> feel like the original version with Royce on it is better as well. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, y'all are, y'all are capping, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all are <Come> absolutely capping. <laughs> y'all tripping. Y'all don't do Hove like this. Hove went insane crazy and uh yeah there was a bunch of lies that nas told on there a bunch of lies that hove told one of the greatest battles of all time though i this not what childish gambino and drake would be like not even close at all i don't even know what they're gonna like what's the what's the diss what are you gonna say what what's gonna get me to be like oh you got him i don't care yeah nah uh, i'm yeah. and at this point i don't feel like drake should be done with beef like push a t 
finish. He said everything that could ever be said about him. Like at this point, it's like you're done. Like we don't we know like what you're and you already did the meek thing. Like you went through it, bro. There's nothing unless you're gonna go against Kendrick to try to be like I'm number one of all time or number one of this generation. Then yeah, but we don't need you going against Gambino. That's that's boring. Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, nah. Uh, they need to just go ahead and meet up at the Soho house and that's like, it. Have dinner and and hash this out and move on, man. Like I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to see this beef, man. <laughs> and people are putting together. They're like, oh, uh, Drake was on Dave, and he said that Dave was the best show ever, and that's on the same station as Atlanta and Atlanta dissed Drake, and I'm like. And he 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 probably did do that because Drake yeah. is extremely petty. But one thousand percent. But at the same time, Dave is not a better show than Atlanta. That no, he was wild. <laughs> let's, let's relax here. Like I get it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're trying to do. But like, yeah, no. The culture is the culture, big dog. Let's get into some super chats out here. Uh, our homie Jake Salazar, shout out to Jake, says uh, I have come to the conclusion that the. An Hawaii family is the worst thing to happen to wrestling. Get the title away from them. Like, damn, other people deserve the title because of the work, not the last name. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, nah, Jake, Jake's wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake is absolutely wild, man. We'll, we'll get into some of this Roman stuff, but yeah, nah. <laughs> Um, J Love Podcast says positive vibes to all. WWE is setting up for the downfall of Roman Reigns so perfectly to end it with Cody Rhodes finishing the story at WrestleMania 40. I can't believe we're trying to go a whole year with this Cody and Roman stuff, but this is where we are. What can you do, man? Well, I mean, the we're going to talk about it, but the whole percent, like now, the whole game wants Jay Uso to be the one to beat him. So I don't know. Uh, Van Twinblade says, what's up, suckers? I'm on a ship headed out for a cruise. Ray Phoenix is coming back to Glory Pro and is going to wreck Cody Lane. Going on a cruise, Van Twinblade. Shout out to you um, being on top of the water. I went on a cruise a few years ago, and shit is just kind of weird being on a boat. I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise, so yeah. Just like being in the middle of the ocean. This is before that Titanic shit. Titanic boy shit. Being on the ocean just out there is just Titanic like boy. <laughs> when the when the when the when the ocean starts going crazy and you're like the it's saying we should not be out here with this big dumb thing. Like the ocean is telling us to get out of here. It doesn't seem right. I don't care how giant this thing is. I just it's uncomfortable yeah. feeling. It's like you can't get off. You know what I mean? Like if you get if you have like anxiety or like being trapped type of things, like you're stuck. It's on a boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that whole people just want to get out in the water. People want to go in these caves and explore and, and see all of these things. Like I'm sometimes okay. you can stay at home, man. That's yeah. Cool. Just and don't go in there. That's cool. I, I was reading this article this week about a uh about a cave dwelling spider that's like the size of a basketball. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, see. Why are you in there? <laughs> like, Why who you discovered there? that? I don't want to you... see that. I'm not trying to. Uh. Nah, I'm good, bro. Like, nah, 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 nah. They are not supposed to make spiders that big, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> and who is they? You need to stop. Nah, man. 
think of big ass spiders the size of a like, bro. I'd be scared of the ones the size of the goddamn quarter. I'm not trying to get bit and turned into Spider Man. That shit does not work, bro. Uh, anime otaku says, uh, on the subject of Athena, why does it seem like the best heels are actually really nice people in real life? Which is kind of what we got into, actually. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think a, I think a lot of these people be like looking around, like, man. Kind of sick of these fans, man. Like, I feel like that's what happened with Roman. Like, Roman went Mm -hmm. through years of abuse from his fans, and like, soon as they were like, Oh, you can turn heel, he was like, Yes, I've been waiting. (laughs) I've been waiting. Yeah, it especially works when there's some kind of real thing attached to it. Because, like, I mean, think of like uh, Roman's cousin, The Rock. His biggest heel turn went off the backs of people being like, This guy sucks. We hate him. And him being like, Man, I'm giving my all to you guys. And I'm kind of tired of y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. Die, Rocky, die, man. That's what you. That's the appreciation you're gonna show, man. And even after you turned heel, you still acting like you like the guys over there better. The guys that did blackface, shame mm-hmm. on you. Shame. <laughs> what is it? There was the anniversary this week. Whew. Celebrating that as an anniversary is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, we gotta come up with a different term. We can't say the anniversary of these dudes doing blackface. That yeah, no. Celebrating that segment is crazy. <laughs> Twenty five years ago, that's really cool segment happened. You guys remember? Uh, we'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, and oh, uh, you know what? I did to that post, and somebody was like, "Yeah, WWE, they don't, they don't put this on anything." Yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't want anybody to, to see this anymore. <laughs> WWE, they don't put this on anything. Yeah, they're they're not gonna flash back to this on SmackDown. That's for sure, big guarantee. The yeah, big nah. dog wants that shit erased forever, but it ain't. We're gonna you, continue to see it. You see my man up there at the press conference with his with his granddad glasses on, <laughs> like he he's suited up now. Nah, he he don't want y'all looking at that. His granddad glasses took me out though. <laughs> like we got to put your readers on. To see yeah, man, see but... what the numbers were for this show. Hmm. And your fucking dad's still gonna outlast you. It's crazy out here. Dream Ninja 77 says, not going to troll reg, but cinema this week. But I will say they sold me on Jay being the one. The crowd was crazy singing the Usos theme. Yeah, one thing you cannot take away from the WWE right now is the crowds and they sell out shows. They sold out. I don't even know the number of shows after every single show. I just wait for Sean Ross's sap tweet to be like, this is the highest grossing event that they've had in this place ever. And it, they said that about Madison square garden. I'm like, with how many events that they've been to in Madison square garden. And this is the highest selling one just shows how hot and invested people are in this company right now. Which is so wild to me. I really don't. I I never thought we would get back to a place like this because people are always like, "Will there ever be a boom in in, in wrestling boom period in wrestling?" I'm like, not when there was eight million people watching, ten million people watching a week. Um, but yeah. like, this feels like that with the new climate of cord cutting and streaming and YouTube yeah. and all the different things that are going on. Yeah, I just think you gotta. I think you gotta differentiate that boom period and what's happening right now. I think there's right. a boom period for different reasons. Yes. Um, I don't think you're gonna get those kind of numbers of view- viewership again because um, the way we consume uh, 
entertainment is just different. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, cord cutters is a thing. DVR is a thing. Yep. Um, oh, DVR just, was a big talk this week too. Yeah, it's just it's so it's just so different. People are like streamers now. Um, it's just different. So I, I, I the viewership is not going to be what it was, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I think it's, you hit the nail right on the head. It's a it's a boom period for a different reason. Like it's not going to be Stone Cold being on tv guide and every talk show and being that guy now it's like there's a boom period but it's just going on in a different way like someone told me that the jay pinning roman video has over like 40 million views through like all of social media and online and it's like what like those numbers are these are the numbers they should be touting over fucking ratings like no online or on the you know on people's cell phones 40 million people have watched the stuff that we're doing. I think those that weight carries way heavier weight than we got a 2.3 in the fucking ratings. Like, what the fuck are ratings? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big ratings guy, which was a funny conversation this week on Twitter. I'm not a big ratings guy, but yeah. I do think uh, when you're trying to uh, determine like who is a draw determine like what segments uh do well what what things do well online those numbers mean something to those mm-hmm. people but a lot of times they don't mean anything to me i'm looking right. around like hey did i enjoy it or, or not if i didn't enjoy yeah. it i'll tell you why if i liked it i'll tell you why i don't really need the numbers to back up my opinion of why i like something and now we have like with social media we have like instant feedback like you could see exactly like when something's yeah. bad we're all like that was awful. Like you can immediately go online and see it. Sometimes they don't be listening to us because they'll put that bad thing on the TV again the next week. But there is immediate feedback way different than because imagine like it when the, the Monday Night Wars were going on. If Eric Bischoff could read tweets on, on Nitro because he 1000 <laughs> percent would because he was already giving up like results and everything. He definitely would be online uh, on Nitro being like, and blah, blah, blah said, blah, blah, blah. And you could suck it, blah, 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 because that's the kind of petty that he is. So he had been on there uh, doing a, uh, the Jimmy Fallon thing, reading his mini tweets. Yes. One thousand <laughs> percent, because that's how he gets down. But yeah, no shout out to uh, the world wrestling entertainment for destroying it with numbers. They're putting up big numbers. Uh, all the time they're selling out all their shows they're announcing new shows and selling them out they're announcing new shows in chicago and driving everyone crazy phil people have been very upset was that yesterday that they announced that and people were on your ass because chicago gets everything yeah wasn't there a uh wasn't there a big uh landmark for uh the madison square garden show or something like mm-hmm. it was the highest grossing uh smackdown of all time or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um in yeah. new york yeah but yeah nah i see people <laughs> i see people in their feelings because we're getting survivor series and i've known for quite some time that we're getting survivor series um i was just waiting for the announcement uh but and this yeah. is the same week as the now AW Dynamite. Yearly AEW Dynamite show in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving Let's Eve, there will be AEW Dynamite. And then over the weekend, we'll be getting Survivor Series. Um, listen, if you're upset, I've got on this show before and I've told you where I live. I've told you that this is the greatest city for wrestling. <laughs> this is the Mecca for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, AEW All Out, Battle for Glory, Survivor Series, man. I will be outside this year. I'm sorry if that upsets you. 
Give us some more shows, goddammit. Get a WrestleMania in the city of Chicago. I'm ready for it. <laughs> it upsets it upsets me, and I'm your co-host. This is some bullshit. He getting out. You, did you guys hear those shows he just named? He just named three huge shows, and they just got like a nice string of very just this year. You we could be like, tele- damn, we Chicago got some. Was- we got some television. I mean, yeah, Bay Area got just got Revolution, which was yeah. one of the best shows of this year. Got, that's true. That's true. Got the best AEW World Championship match I've ever seen. That's true. Um, that's true. Uh, come on, you got West Coast Pro. You've got what? You just got I, what? I'm not just, okay. 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 Oh, you got. You got. Me. You got. You guys got <laughs> the show of the forum. You got. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Leave me out of this. We're talking Leave about Chicago. This. We're not talking about. <laughs> We're talking about what I got going on. We're talking about how Chicago gets all the shows. No, but uh, WWE and AEW having a show in the same week. Yeah, wow. In, in the city of Chicago, y'all got to come through this city, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, nah, let me have this, man. I had to sit at home. <laughs> let and, me and, have this. Let me have this, man. I had to sit at home, uh, watching all this damn news and go, man. I sure wish my team would sign some people and look around and was like, hey, Javon Carter. Like, hey, look, man, Javon Carter is cool, but. That's I sure would like for them to about. sign a starting point guard, man. Like, <laughs> this guy is not a starting point guard, man. Like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't think that's what you were talking about when you were talking about signing somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, man. And, and so this all all puts me in this mood where, like, man, it just feels like it's going to be another year of middle-of-the-road basketball. So let me have this as a pro wrestling fan. <laughs> let mm-hmm. me have this. Speaking of basketball, have you been seeing this uh, summer league talk? What's the homie's name? Uh, Victor... Um... Wimbenyana? Wimbenyana? I think that's how you pronounce it. People are saying Wimby for short because, of course, yeah, people Wimby. don't try to learn how to pronounce the... Uh, and I don't name. like that, man. I hate... You know, when I used to work in... Uh, when I would work in the corporate world and deal with those things, and and I lived in San Jose, so there was a lot of like people of like Indian descent and stuff, and they'd be like, oh, my name is blah, 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 but they would really have another name. And they'd be like, well, I just do that because essentially I have this name because white people won't try to pronounce my other name. And it's like, you better force yeah. them to announce it, man. Don't be getting a whole new name because they can't pronounce your name. Let them do it. Let them try. I mean, my name is Reginald and people like my teachers growing up would up, like, they could not, name. they could not. Like, I was like, it's all there. You t- This whole class is, but you're going to tell us to sound it out and like, 13 seconds. Why can't you sound <laughs> out my name? We're about to be sounding out words like Yo. very soon. Why can't you sound out my name? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Victor Wembenyama. That's how you pronounce Wim- Wim- Yama. Yama. Wembenyama. Uh, Wembenyama. Uh, yeah, nah. Uh, I saw how people tried to slander the guy after one summer league game. I didn't see the game, but yeah, uh, it's all based off of um, him going up for that block and the guy knocks down him. It's like it's a, do you get did you on. see that? Do you call that a dunk? Because I'm I want to talk about the rules here. I want to talk I mean, about I the rules. See people call this a dunk. I'm like, does your rim have? To, does your hand have to touch the rim to be considered a dunk? Is what I thought the game was about. Sort of, because like that one big. Blake Griffin dunk that they always show it does his hand doesn't touch the rim it's like but they consider it a dunk I mean it looked like he got a piece of it um while it was going up and it it bounced back and went in yeah um but I mean you know look a highlight is a highlight man that's the game yeah. and I mean I I it was a cool little highlight but we still haven't seen much of this kid play um I think it's a little too soon to be like trying to slander the guy and come out with the hot takes but um 
I don't know. That kid, uh, that kid Jabari Smith for Houston, though. Mm-hmm. That guy out. went out there and balled out, man. Mm-hmm. 33 points, seven rebounds, hit the game, winner in that jump. That guy might be a problem, man. He's got uh, Jalen Green on that team as well. Houston might be uh, a little come up. Houston, um, Houston, Houston. What about Miami, Miami, Miami? That might be on a come up. We got some more Dame. Every day there's some new – every couple of hours at this point, there's some new Dame news of his – representative saying he wants to go to Miami and play music for Miami. And then everybody being, and then Portland being like, actually we got a whole new system that we're trying to form around Dane. So it's a lot of back and forth weird stuff. But if that trade goes down, I'm into it. Um, Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It seems like uh, Portland is not keen on making this trade at the moment. No. Um, <laughs> Would you be? <laughs> Look, I don't know, man. Hey, hey man, it seems like he, he wants out. Might have to might be might be time to let him out, man. Honestly, you don't want to have no disgruntled players. Like if that energy is like that already from somebody that's supposed to be the leader of your team, you gotta cut losses and try to move forward. Cause that energy is just gonna lead into the into the season and it's not gonna be good. And y'all not about to win anyway, so just give it They up. definitely are not gonna win. Um uh, but I, I can understand feeling like you don't owe him anything this is still a business yeah. um, we're gonna try and make the best trade for us but i mean you're still gonna be portland next year man like That's no disrespect it. but you're still gonna be portland <laughs> next year uh, <laughs> so i don't know but yeah i mean you can play all the games you want but portland is still about to be that same team next year <laughs> yeah so i mean it is what it is i mean it is exciting to see more like off-season stuff yeah. um I'm already ready for basketball to come back. Basketball's only been gone for about a month, and I'm just like, dang, I ain't got no more basketball games. <laughs> That's why everybody's so crazy about the Summer League. They showed all the celebrities and people in the crowd. It was packed out there at that Vegas yeah, they got, game they that got, they showed. They got that uh, big dome thing in Vegas that people keep showing. Um, you know what? I've been to Vegas the last two times I've been to Vegas. I've seen that dome because my cousin lives very close to there. Like, we drive past there to get to his place, and I was always like, what is that? And they would tell me stories. It's this big it's going to be a concert arena but now seeing it all lit up and going it's like yeah, money good. you guys there's poor people outside. <laughs> that's the first thing that goes to my brain is like there's homeless people outside and we got this two billion dollar fucking dome nah, man Give decadence baby. goddamn break problem, man. man what is going what kind of a society is this like when the aliens drive over or fly over <laughs> vegas they're just like the fuck is going on down there what are y'all doing down there what is this big dome i have to land on top of that there's no way that a ufo is not going to land on top of that they might be summoning them huh maybe but i don't know there's some extracurriculars going on phil i don't know man it does look wild when they're like when they didn't have it as the basketball this week and they had like mm-hmm. this swirling thing going on over there i was like what is this yeah. man it looks like yeah, I don't know what that is. It looked like uh, it like freezer or somebody was in there powering up, man. Like, I don't know you, what's going th- on. this is how every sci-fi movie begins. Like they, there's a close-up shot of that, something like that, and they're like, "Well, they're gonna send a nuclear bomb to blow this," and we're just like, "No, what? I don't want any parts of this. Why are you getting us into this?" <laughs> yeah, shout out to Las Vegas spending up money. That's some jump change to them. <laughs> yeah, about, about to get them another sports team, man. Uh, I'm tired of them I'm spending money. I'm more tired of them than I'm tired of y'all for sure. Cause at least y'all ain't stealing teams from us. This is crazy out here. 
Uh, Shatown Spurs says, uh, last night showed why it's so important to have AEW around. If you're not into Samoan Masterpiece Theater, there's still an American <laughs> show out there that focuses on real graps. Samoan Masterpiece Theater is hilarious, bro. <laughs> but no, no, variety is good. Like, I, I know a lot of people that are enjoying the Bloodline stuff, but if you're not, you can always find something else to watch, man. There's Impact, there's, uh, there's AEW, there's New Japan, there's Stardom, there's... Uh, a plethora of other things for you to watch, man. All those places that you just mentioned had like either this week super fire shows or like within the last two weeks, like something fire for you to watch, yeah. like of all the promotions that Phil just announced. So it's like if this doesn't do it for you, there's something that, that does it for you. And if there's nothing that does it for you, I just I you don't might not be a wrestling fan no more. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to give it up, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up Peacock and watch 1986. Though. That's what you're going to do. Uh, Isaiah's World says, I like Bloodline as much as the next MFR, but 40 plus minutes of dot, 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 nothing than an okay episode of Rampage. Man, I can't wait till tonight. Yeah, uh, Collider's out here uh, saying. Uh, <laughs> Collider's saying that, are so hilarious. <laughs> Collider's out here saying the best uh, wrestling show is Saturday, man. <laughs> Collider's is so funny, and I hate <laughs> Y'all, they out here on this Saturday show. There's been a lot of talk this week about the Saturday show. Jonathan Coachman chimed in like he fucking knows anything about pro wrestling. There's all these people talking about ratings and DVRs, adding extra numbers. There's just so much dumb things going on. Let's just continue to have a really fun wrestling show. Phil, you have said that the last two weeks that Collision is the best show that AEW has been producing. I think that it is. I think yeah. last week's episode was good. The the uh the card for this week's looks really good. The card for this week is pretty fire. Had a uh had a really good uh close to last week. Um uh, we we got that uh that hype package for the Joe Punk match this week. Yeah. Joe was getting that shit off, man. Joe All the way off. Joe, Joe was like, Man, look, true friends show up the week before and let you know why you don't want to get in the ring with them. I'm just like, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, whole... Joe always has bars. That's one thing he's going to have. The whole minutes, man. Finishing that hype package was, look, man, you've never been better than me. Next weekend, nothing changes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you've never been better than me, and next week, nothing changes is a fucking bar and then they like show the history and it's like no he's never beaten Samoa Joe in all these matches no <laughs> but uh, I mean telling a good story for you know what it could lead to yeah no and I and I, I already see the chat I, it's not that I think that the show is better because it has punk on it I just think for the past two That's weeks it's been it's been better paced um it has had some of the better matches on it to me I don't know I've been more I've been more entertained by uh collision for the past two weeks and that's not to say that dynamite has been bad i feel like the the week before that we got one of the best dynamites of the year mm -hmm. uh but just for me for the past two weeks i think collision has been better um they're definitely putting an emphasis on them being different shows like i, th I definitely think they present different things they're paced differently the matches are differently uh there's a lot that differentiates the both of them they use different different wrestlers so um i don't Dynamite this week's dynamite on paper. The last two dynamites haven't really hit for me. I think they they ex yeah. the execution has been a lot better than 
what I thought was going to be presented. But yeah, it just feels like collision matches and what's going on there feels a little bit more together. I don't know if it's because yeah. there's an extra emphasis on it being a new show, but it feels like there's everything is like story driven or there's something attached to it, you know? Yeah, I I think it's more of, of the stuff that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I enjoy Dynamite as well, but like some of the stuff on Dynamite, like this week doing the Harley stuff, and I'm like, why are we devoting Dynamite this? to this Harley and uh, and uh, Anthony Bowen thing? I thought this was this? like a one-off thing. Why are we still doing this, man? Um, I don't know, man. But again, different strokes for different folks, man. If 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 you're not enjoying one show, hey, there's another show for you. If you're not enjoying mm-hmm. that show, there's always something else for you to watch. It's always Rampage. Baby. Rampage was actually good this week. I enjoyed yeah. Rampage. It has been good for the last couple of weeks. Putting a lot of emphasis on uh, uh, just like really fun matches and kind of presenting something different than the other two shows. Wonder what's going on. Wonder what kind of change that they made over there with uh, who's writing that show. Isaiah's World says, any idea what win- what the winner of Stadium Stampede will get? Um, is that for the fight forever jump? I'm not sure. I think that's what it is. They put out that uh the thing that for for uh the big stadium stampede thing that's coming up. I don't. Oh know yeah, yeah. You went for it. Um, mm. I still don't have the game, so I don't know. <laughs> you don't have the game? No, I don't. Philip Lindsay, you better get that game, man. They got uh, Righteous Red songs on there. You haven't heard? I did, but <laughs> I played the game. <laughs> Jake Salazar uh, says, uh, I hope it's Goldberg joining the BCC. You would. Nasty take. Son of a gun. Gross. Uh, Roy Zhang says, BCC is about teaching the next gen. What about Nick Wayne? I'd be here for it. I thought that was one of the better things on Dynamite this week. That, yeah. that Nick Wayne video package was really cool. Um, and I've been one of those guys that have been very skeptical of this tag tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. But I thought most of the stuff this week on both Dynamite and Rampage for the tag tournament was really good. Um, yeah. I thought the opening match, as much as we sat and laughed at the fact that uh, their team and Keith and Swerve up again. And I thought that match was really good. It was a the really fun match. Um, that was like the best that Keith has looked in a while, right? Yeah. We So we got that fun match. We... Uh, we got to see some more of uh, Orange interacting with Swerve. I still think that they're going back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, of course, the thing that people talked about the entire night, which was this Adam Cole and MJF stuff. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought this was really good. I really enjoyed it. And again, I've been kind of skeptical about the how can we coexist uh, storylines and doing this as a filler because it really much seems like MJF versus uh, Adam Cole is probably going to be either the all-in match or the all-out match. Right. And so it seems like they're stalling in the meantime. Um, But judging off the past two weeks of stuff that they've been doing with them, I'm in. I think it's great. Yeah. I thought that the... This week, the stuff, the before the match and after the match stuff were really strong. The match was like the least strongest part of everything that they were doing. Like they could have made the match a lot shorter and just kind of stuck to the antics. But yeah, I thought the antics this week hit a lot harder than they have been for the last couple of weeks. I think MJF doing this uh, pseudo face type deal or whatever he's clowning, him singing was just... Max, you are ridiculous. 
the yeah. most ridiculous wrestler in the world is fucking Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah, I thought the uh <laughs> I thought the uh the initial video package they showed with them at the gym was funny. Uh mm-hmm. shout out they had Puff in the background. Yep. Shout out uh, to Puff. And uh I thought that was funny. I thought all of the stuff that they did um in the entrance was really funny. Um uh, <laughs> I think him still trying to get cold to wear that shirt is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I thought the match stuff was fine. I thought that them still trying to get it together in a match and MJF basically wrestling most of the match and mm-hmm. which is the story that I see them doing here is that MJF is uh trying to get one up on this guy and the whole time Cole is like non paying attention to everything you do. And mm-hmm. so in the match you basically got where Cole tricked this guy that doesn't wrestle every week in the wrestling most of the match. Right. Um and the whole time MJF thinks he's getting up getting one up on him. And I thought that that was good. I thought the birthday stuff afterwards was funny. Uh uh and then we got the the cake thing which was the one up. We got Max uh <laughs> we got Max getting his uh Tevin Campbell uh singing <laughs> Ashley Banks stuff off. Uh, which was really funny. Um <laughs> But I enjoyed all of this, and I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, and really, I'm surprised how much I've enjoyed just some of these uh, these tag teams that they put together. I know people yeah. were really high on the Rampage match from last night. The Rampage match was fire, honestly. Rampage match was very good. And I, I, I was surprised how much people like Brian Cage and Big Bill together. But, nah, they were kind of cooking. Yeah, I'm really not that surprised because I think Brian Cage – for what it's worth, I, I, his comment. Did you see what his comment was this week that he thinks that oh, people don't like yeah, him right. because he has WWE attributes or whatever that he said, which is like, I don't. But he don't he don't wrestle like a fake guy. He's yeah, just... exactly. Like as soon as the bell rings, you're like, no, it's, it's not anything like that. Like he has the big giant body and the look and he looks like an action figure. But it, I don't think that's how it is. And I think that's kind of what Brian Cage's deal is, is like. People kind of forget he might get lost in the shuffle a little bit, but then he starts working and you're like, oh, shit, this guy's crazy. He does all kind of stuff. And then Big Bill, I think every single week he just like grows on me every single week. I'm like, damn, I like Big Bill a lot. When he first debuted, I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't really know what you guys are trying to do here. I thought his stuff in Impact was really fun. He had a really fun run as kind of like a main event talent over there. I was like, that's cool. But then he signed to AEW and I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe he should have stayed over at Impact. But then like <laughs> as the weeks progressed, him being with Lee, him kind of showing more of his personality and just being really fun when he's wrestling. Uh, whoever posted that he was Sid in ECW in 1999, that was just the perfect description of this. Because after that, I've been like, that's exactly who he is. And he's just so great at it. He did this interview. They did a promo on Ring of Honor this week, him and Lee. And he just seemed so comfortable and like in his character and and just ready to be like a big main event star, man. So shout out to Big Bill. That's why I'm not really surprised that people are messing with this tag team because the combination of these two really dope-looking guys together who do like the most old-school type of uh, moves and stuff, but they add like the crazy new twist to them because they both just do power bombs and pile drivers and suplexes and shit, but they add different flavors to them. And putting those two things together is... Really great. Yeah. Going into this 
tournament, I was like, I don't know about this. Can we go as this shit as a whole? Because they have so many great tag teams. It's like, you guys might be wasting away all these great tag teams over here. Why aren't they a part of this tournament? But then you see the tag team like this, and you're like, oh, all right. Maybe might be, might be something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think you got a point. I think Big Bill is one of those guys that we've seen him get thrown in a few things, even at Impact, and mm-hmm. he always finds a way to make it work because he, does. He, he works hard and he's willing to just, you know, try to make the best of a situation. Like, I don't know if you remember, even when he was doing that tag team with Jordan Grace, that was kind of hot. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was. And so, I mean, when he came over, at first was AEW, and he just had that, like, exhibition match um, before he was signed. I thought he was good in that match. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good in the Battle Royal. Um, man, I, I've i been impressed. I think he's great. Um, I don't know what the ceiling is for him, but he's been he's been great. I think he might be able to be, you know, one of them ones, one of them guys, maybe better than the other big guy that they have that does power bombs that people kind of fell off on. I think there might be a little bit more to attach on to um, with Big Bill. We're talking the big guys in the company, Bill. You know, there's, you know, you know, they're going to have to pick and choose who's the most dominant. But I think they could have a really fun thing like this. I think they could still potentially team up. Wardlow and uh, Lance Archer, and imagine Wardlow and Lance Archer against these two guys and just a big beefy guys throwing them yeah. things. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've I've enjoyed what they've done with the tag team tournament so far. Um, like I said, the opening match was good, rampage match was good. Even like I said, all of the Max and Adam Cole stuff. It seems like for most people that was the highlight of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we. How'd you uh, feel about the other tag match, Jeff Jarrett and Matt Hardy against uh, Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, I was good to get the story stuff out the way because it seems yeah. like they're still sowing the seeds of dissension between Sammy and the rest of the JAS guys, and that's mm-hmm. how we get there. Um, I did think it was a, one of those goofy, funny moments where. Matt came in and and they picked his name and they were like Jeff and he was like oh my brother he was like no Jared he was like I hate Jeff Jared (laughs) 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 so that stuff was cool Uh, yeah the match was fine Um, and I mean I don't think the matches themselves have been like the big highlight of this tournament so far it's mostly Mm -hmm. just the character and story stuff they've been doing it is yeah which I guess is that that works because you always want to be able to tell more stories and they can get into some more tag team stuff eventually. I was going to say they have the trios titles, but they're not even doing anything with the trios titles either. The divisions of tag teams need a little bit of work, but I do like the character development that this, uh, this tournament is doing. And they said that they're going to potentially announce a couple of more tag teams before this thing's over, or are we moving into the next round here? Yeah. It's weird. Cause they haven't, I, I haven't seen the full bracket for this thing. Like, I tried right. to look for it before we started the show, and I can't find it. But it is interesting that now the two teams that, you know, I've seen at least on Twitter that people like the most, and uh, Team Big Bill mm-hmm. and um, and Cage is going against the other now fan-favorite team and Adam Cole and MJF in the semifinals. Um, of course, I have to assume that Max and, and Adam are moving forward. Um, yeah. But it is interesting that, that, like I said, the two teams that people like the most are now pitted against each other right away. Mm-hmm. And then they got the story to tell with the firm stuff with Big Bill 
And yeah, I think that that totally could work out. Yeah, this actually got me interested a couple of weeks ago. If you would ask me about this tournament, I'd be like, get the shit out of here. But I think what they're going <laughs> to do with it is going to be fun. And I think at the end of this, they should pair up Santana and Ortiz because I just want to see Santana and Ortiz have one tag team that's real. But they're still telling a story with that. Like, oh, Santana. Oh, Ortiz. Oh, y'all got to be friends. Santana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Santana coming back tonight. I saw somebody tweeting that. I don't know what the significance is. I know he's been tweeting that uh, those days and counting down. I don't know what any of that means, though. There's a lot of wrestling going on tonight uh, across the wrestling universe, so he could potentially show up somewhere, or he could just be releasing another video that he's been doing. He has a little series of videos kind of kind of showing his return back to the wrestling ring. So it also could just be that. But uh, speaking of a lot of wrestling shows um, going on before we move on, I have to say that tonight in South San Francisco is going to be another West Coast Pro Show, Cruel Summer. I'm very excited about the show going on tonight. Couple of really big matches. The West Coast Pro Champion Titus o Alexander. I say Titus O'Neil. Titus Alexander is taking on Vinny Massaro for the West Coast Pro Championship. The homie Alpha Zoe is going to be taking on Jeff Cobb in a super interesting match. The homie Zoe's been working really hard for a number of years to kind of get to a big moment like this. This is a big, day, a big, big, big day for him. I'm very excited about what's going to be going on here. Also, have the West Coast Pro Women's Champion Masha Slamovich taking on our friend, fan favorite Trisha Dora for the West Coast Pro Women's Championship. A lot of great stuff going on. If you can't be there live tonight, you can watch the show on IWTV. But there's so much other wrestling going on that. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for them. So, yeah, if you can, tomorrow, check out West Coast Pro or the next day or whenever you can because it's going to be a really dope show, and I'm going to be outside, and we're going to be having a great time. Did they intentionally um, name the show after the Bannerama record um, yes. from Karate Kid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that song plays. uh throughout the night so yeah it's definitely named after that gonna be dope let's get into a couple of more uh super chats and maybe we could get into a couple of humper chats before we move forward um christopher spire says can can we please get dark off my tv they are dark order off my tv they are losers stop trying to force them into main event spots i believe in evil uno and mm-hmm. uh, i think you should believe in evil uno as well but no, I, I don't have a problem with Dark Order being on TV. Like, I feel like those are guys, um, they're very talented. And mm-hmm. so I I think the best way to get them on TV is to attach them to the elite stuff because people yeah. are interested in that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a problem with it. And I like I said, I thought the Rampage match was good. I enjoyed Rampage last night. Really good match. And there's so much story attached to it. I think that's what, what kind of gets me into it and why I scratch my head and why people are so against it. It's like the hangman story, like his whole AEW story is based around these guys, like based around what he did with them. And they're trying to get some revenge because he just fucking abandoned them. Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an open plot thread. So I'm glad they went back to it. And I kind of think dark order works better as a, as a heel group as well. They do. I know that they got popular, so you couldn't have them as heels anymore, but I like, I like evil Uno in particular as a heel. And I think it's a shame. His name's we, Evil. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a shame that we we still haven't got like a real run with him and Stu as a tag team. I still want to see that. 
I don't know if we will. Stu's then disbanded over to the righteous if you're catching up on Ring of Honor, which nobody cares about, and they're not promoting the show that's in two weeks, and they need to announce a card more than just one match that's on the card. Tony Khan and Will Washington and anybody else uh, attached to this just threw everybody on the bus. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I want to see more about Ring of Honor. Please help because yeah. these shows uh, have been kind of a chore. Yeah, man. Ring of Honor isn't a bad show, but I feel like what was exciting for it when it first re uh, relaunched is that they had the pay-per-view to build to right away, and mm-hmm. you had it wasn't just matches on top of matches. It was mm-hmm. also stuff that was leading somewhere. And I think for the past few months, um, there hasn't been much of that. I think the nope. only the only exception to that has been what Athena's doing, because Athena has yep. been really the face of the show. She's been uh, the most present champion. She's um, had the most matches, which is crazy because mm-hmm. she's a heel champion. But she's been mm-hmm. she's been defending her belt the most. She's had the most stuff. Um, built around her her uh, title reign, but yeah, I just I would like to see more with like the tag belts and mm-hmm. more with uh, Claudio. Um, but they need to um and adapt Impact Wrestling's format. I think the thing that keeps really? in- the thing yeah that sounds crazy. I bet the thing that keeps Impact Wrestling uh in competition or interested to people recently is that they have a lot of uh kind of not they're not their pay-per-views but they have a lot of just like the big name shows so they're always building to something so they'll do a big show and then they'll have tapings and that's building to the next show that's in another two weeks so if they could maybe attach some little sub things to these uh roh tapings are like oh on august 13th it's gonna be ring of honor per ring of honors fucking battle of the blah 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 and then so they're always kind of building to something and they could use it to build to bring in fans and tell them that they're going to be watching ring of honor shows at these collision tapings. So, Oh, you're going to be at a collision tapings. We're also, we're doing the special card of ring of honor for this. The, the it's been a month or whatever. If you just get add some stakes to it because building to one pay-per-view every six months just doesn't, there's too much time to just be in limbo out there. Yeah, it's hard. And I mean, of course, I didn't mean that it's like this big knock in Impact because Impact, um, Impact, are, they're survivors over there, man. You can knock yeah. it, you can knock it Impact out of paint. And um, they have been, uh, you say what you want. I think their pay-per-views are usually good. There's usually they something are. on there where I'm like, I don't know if that's for me. But for the most part, um, they're usually good shows. There are. Uh, shot kit and then eloquent kind of says uh along to what we were just saying uh love collision but i feel like it killed roh in the process uh, i'm not sure if that's part of the demise of ring of honor um i don't know i think it uh, it plays a role for sure because it uh because if tony khan is booking all the shows, he's the main guy booking all the shows. That's just another show that's kind of taking away from Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was already yeah. third in line of Dynamite and Rampage. Add in Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, and now Ring of Honor, which you got to get to in the back end of this. It's just, it, I think it's being affected by, I could be wrong, like it could just be, this is what Dope. Ring of Honor was always going to be, which I kind of also feel like this is what it is. Like, we were always just going to be too, because it, it was... That's kind of what it is because the collision, them getting collision killed their YouTube deal, which killed off dark and dark elevation, which they 
in turn just turned into Ring of Honor. But wasn't that going to happen anyway? Because it seemed like uh, Warner wanted more content and Warner wanted more content on on their stations. Yeah. So it felt like whether regardless, uh, the YouTube channel, the YouTube stuff was eventually going to go away. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they had no interest in bringing in Ring of Honor as that third show. And so it feels like those two things just happened at the same time. You know what I mean? And so I don't know, man. It is a it is a interesting problem to have because it is. It almost feels like Tony should allow somebody else to book ROH. I know mm-hmm. that, you know, like me. He had, he, <laughs> he had a lot of enthusiasm about doing ROH, and you could see it initially because um, it was a very different show from. Dynamite, it was showing, and it was it was a good show, and um, I feel like what what has made it suffer for the last few weeks or so is that it doesn't really feel like what it was. It feels kind of like dark now where it just feels like a bunch of matches Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't have anything that's like, um, there's no connective tissue in between them. It's just matches. Right. And I think that the thing that helps and also hurts it is that the matches are always great. So they can rely on the matches being great. But if we're just going to rely on the matches being great, that's not enough. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, Ring of Honor is still an enjoyable show if you just want to see quality wrestling. Yeah. Um, but I think that it can be so much better. And in the land of $10 subscriptions, you're paying $10 yeah. for the show. It's hard yeah. to... Uh, yeah. the, the the appeal of the library is an appeal for a lot of people. A lot of people just got Honor Club, which they would tell us like in the group sh- or in the chats of... Uh, the Ring of Honor post show that I have with Kate is a lot of people got this subscription just for this mm-hmm. new Ring of Honor show. Like they don't care about the library. So you just trying to sell the library and then just giving up matches. If I'm comp- if you're competing with IWTV and and uh, and High Spots and everybody else that has ten dollars things plus Peacock is less than ten dollars a lot of the times. It's hard for me to want to keep giving yeah. you ten dollars if you're giving me this show. Yeah, and see, the other part with Peacock is you're paying less than that. You're not just getting, like, eventually the shows are on there, but you get the pay-per-views for free. Brand new, and yeah, exactly. And so with, with Honor Club, not only are you now paying 10 bucks for this show every week, but you also still have to pay for the pay-per-view. Right. Um, it's a tough selling point. I get it, man. It's, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's, it's unfortunate. a... It's a it's an interesting conundrum to be in because I do enjoy what they do with Ring of Honor in some mm-hmm. ways. Because, like I said, Athena's killing it over there, man. She's I, I'm amazing. Glad, I'm glad that she has an outlet to do what she wants to do over there. And she's exactly. Been, she's been great. Um, and, like, we probably wouldn't have gotten this if there wasn't Ring of Honor. The same Athena right. kind of run if she was just an AEW. Right. But it, it does feel like they do need to pick it up with, like, the tag division and, like, the pure division. Like, I feel like that was one of the highlights of ROH. Yeah. When got it, that the pure division was cooking, and now it's not, man. It's, it's nothing. Like, they put the belt on Shibata, which is great, and it's gotten a bunch of great moments. But if yeah. that's at the sacrifice of us not seeing that championship or not even having pure division matches at this point, which I get it. See, that also kind of plays into, because I know what the mind state is. It plays into them filming after Collision. Tony Khan's thinking, nobody's going to want to watch a, a pure division match after yeah. four hours of wrestling because they're going to be bored, but you can't think like that. You got to depend on the brand and depend on those great pure wrestlers that are going to make the matches interesting and make the people care. Yeah. So, 
It's unfortunate for Ring of Honor. Uh, Shotkit29 says, my hope is for either Chris Hero or Pac to join BCC in Blood and Guts. Uh, Hero especially can be worked into Claudio and Eddie's feud. Also, after Rampage, I think Dark Order being with Don Callis would be real fun. You know, Tony Khan tweeted last night that he was trying. You know, he was, what did he say? I'm chipping away at him when somebody mentioned Chris Hero as being uh, a part of this Blood and Guts match. As we know, we've had Chris Hero on this show before. He is the matchmaker at West Coast Pro. I'm going to West Coast Pro tonight. I'm going straight to the source. There's only one place that immediately I must walk up to Chris Hero and say, what do you think about that Tony Khan tweet? Is he real? Is he capping? Is it going to happen? Are you going to be in the ring? What's going on here? So I'll have some intel for you guys next week, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that would be dope. Chris Hero, there's been a lot of talk. He is, him and Claudio have a lot of history. Um, And if you know anything about the history of Ring of Honor, CZW, Chris Hero, Claudio, all these people kind of attached. They had this really big cage of death match. I think it was in 2006 that they were all part of. So there's a lot of way to play into this if Chris Hero is the guy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Leonard Aarons III says, this Bloodline stuff is another prime example of WWE can throw anything at the wall and its audience will love it. Cole going on McAfee pushing for an Emmy was next level shameless for real. I mean, you know, Cole Cole is a guy that's worked there for how how long now? A, a long time. I think he's worked there since ninety seven. Yeah, he's he's uh he's been there for uh, over twenty years at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I expect him to do the 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 plug plug plug. What do you think he's gonna say, uh, dude? Gonna Come do, on. And I mean, it's gonna look shameless to us, but when you've worked somewhere for so long, it is what it is. I I think it's crazy to think that any of this stuff is Emmy award worthy, and it's not. Um, it it still looks like wrestling storytelling, and that's not to say that it's bad. But no. you compare that to stuff that is winning, winning like like the. I don't know, like the quality of Atlanta is of a show. Quality, I'm saying, like, like Insecure, like these, like real Emmy Award show, shows, like, or like all the shows on HBO. Like, yeah, come it's on. not, it's not, a, it's not <laughs> of that caliber. And I'm, the, the, I think that's what people probably take away from me being like, chill with the cinema. I'm not saying it's not good. That's not me saying, oh, don't call it cinema. Me saying, don't call it cinema is just because I want you to call it something wrestling because that's what it is. I'm not saying <laughs> so, that it's bad that it's not i'm not saying it's not cinema it's dumb i'm just saying it's not cinema because it's wrestling and i love wrestling i'm not mad about it i want you to call it the thing that i love yeah i mean the cinema thing it seems like it's one of those things that turned into a meme and i just kind of look at it from afar and kind of feel old um (laughs) so when you're like no i don't do the cinema thing i'm laughing at it because i think it's all silly but i think people that are of course on on either side going ah man people can't just have fun like well if you just want to have fun why do you care that some random guy on twitter is saying don't use this word like who cares man disclaimer if i say i don't like something i'm not saying you're dumb for liking it. I don't know. I'll have to say this every, at the beginning of every, but I might have to add it to my little timeline. I say I don't like this does not equal you're dumb for liking it. Not me saying you're stupid because you like this. Not me saying you shouldn't watch this. Not me saying you shouldn't have fun. I'm letting people have fun. I'm never not trying to get people to have fun. It, nah. it, and also, 
let me could. have fun because getting these let jokes off is fun. fun for me and you're not letting me. So what, where, where's the line? Because it's, you're not returning the favor. If me, what if me having fun saying that that shit sucks? Nah, him having fun is him running outside in the middle of the summer and shutting off that fire extinguisher and telling all you kids <laughs> to get back out, get back inside, get out of this water, <laughs> knock it off, get off my grass, knock it off, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Let me have fun, Phil, okay? Let me enjoy things. Disclaimer. If you like it, I'm happy for you. Leonard Aarons III also says, which reminds me, if you've been watching WWE long enough and know what Vince thinks of tag teams, bless your heart if you think Jay is really doing the thing four weeks from today. That's what um, people continue to forget, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I, I, I said it on Twitter, but the fact that the the first and only time in this entire three year storyline that Jay has pinned him was at a tag team. I think mm-hmm. that that was the the cue that was the hint mm-hmm. to you guys that he is still seen as a tag team wrestler and he is not going to beat this guy for the championship. I would not think so. Great stories that they're telling, but that's what you Leonard brought up the greatest point that you can bring on. This man hates tag team wrestling. And you, they say the tagline every time the Usos walk out there. The greatest tag team of all time. And it's been a long time. Yeah. So remember that in four weeks. Yeah. Hey, man, was there a, uh, was there a tag team uh, title match on this uh, Money in the Bank card? Nope. Sure nope. wasn't. Sure was not. It was on the SmackDown before the show. Sure was. And, I mean, you can't say that uh, they don't have a hot enough thing going with it because – um, their tag team Sam- is hot. Sammy and KO have been cooking, so you mm-hmm. can't tell me that there wasn't anything there to put that match on. Like they could have put that the SmackDown match on Money in the Bank. You you showed them at Money in the Bank. You showed, you showed them. them. The box. <laughs> you talked to them in the box, but they didn't have a match. But it is what it is. You know? Tag team, tag team wrestling. The one that main event at WrestleMania. You see it. Yeah. You see it. You see it. But it's okay. It's okay. We're just trying to set you guys up. For not being disappointed. Bragov uh, S. Rajan says, Hey guys, happy Saturday. Am I the only one who was tired of long bloodline segment long bloodline wow. segments, which have like five to seven minutes of content stretched to be twenty to forty minutes? I am honestly surprised at the amount of super chats we've gotten so far <laughs> that are complaining about the length I'm of the not, these are my people. <laughs> but I mean, when you look at when, but that's why I say all the time that Twitter is <laughs> is does not speak for the entirety of fandom. Like, no. that's a small percentage of fandom. Definitely. And when you look at Twitter, a lot of people love this. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I have my thoughts on it. We'll get into that in a minute. Yes. Um, but I this is very interesting, watching our Super Chats and watching the chat where people are like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of this Bloodline stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it because the next couple of Super Chats get into some stuff we're going to talk about later in the show. Um yeah. Before we do that, let me just make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We also have, have some. Uh, we don't have a whole bunch of hum- Humper Chats. Right, right. Um, stacking up, up before chats. we jump into Shout out to y'all. Uh, of course, sending in these dope Super Chats and Humper Chats. Okay, let's see. From Tony P. Glad to hear the Japanese wrestling audience have positive re- reviews for Willow and even wanting her in stardom. Watching mm-hmm. the match also had me thinking. Hold on. Could got cut off here. Watching the match also had me thinking 
it would be cool if Eunice adopted AEW women if they could come to stardom. I think that'd be really cool. I think that mm-hmm. um, it would be cool to see more AEW women go over there yep. and be a part of Eunice, like Oedo Tai, or to see somebody like Willow in stars. I think she would fit perfectly in stars because, you know, she has the big smile and the bubbly personality. Uh, she's been tagging with Momo, who is also a part of stars. So I think mm-hmm. she would fit perfect with them. Um, yeah. Athena, next. Please. Yeah, get get a thing <laughs> over there, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I missed the first Tony P. Humper chat. Uh, that Willow and Julia match was special. Sad she lost, but feel it was the right call, especially if Rossi is ready to fully expand, starting out of Japan with Mayu, Utami, and Julia heading the way. Um, yeah, I really great match. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were yeah. some super chats coming up about that. That that's why that's what I was saying that we were going to talk about later because we're going to get into that match. I mean, yeah, might as well. I see a bunch of other Humper Chats um, that are also about to match. So, mm-hmm. may as well just get into the match. You're right. Um, uh, we got a two-night event uh, at Corrigan Hall. In Japan. A lot went on on these two nights. Like, a lot of news coming out of these two we got nights. A, we got a lot of uh, – we got some big title changes. Mm-hmm. We got some fun matches. Uh, John Moxley rest- with a dry spaghetti out of his head. <laughs> dry john, spaghetti head john moxley there's a lot going on john moxley was having the time of his life in japan um uh getting skewered and getting stabbed with forks and all kinds mm-hmm. of other objects um the main event of night one was absolutely nuts uh, moxley <laughs> Moxley's the man. I love that he's he getting to do the type of wrestling that he wants to do. Yes. I like that he's very unapologetic about the wrestling he wants. Yes. I, that 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 interview he did with uh, Sports Illustrated. Uh, shout Great. out to Justin Barrasso. Who um, has been destroying it, by the way. Justin's been Justin's killing been it. cooking it, man. Like, yeah. yeah. And uh, that interview was really good. And I thought mm-hmm. all the stuff he said in there was just so on the money. And even if you disagree with him, the, the beauty of this is, that's just his perspective. That's yep. just his take on the wrestling he wants to make. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that, there's so much other wrestling for you to watch. There's so exactly. many other things that probably you will like. But mm-hmm. I, I thought that this match was completely un- insane. He's having so much fun, though. You could just tell. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, Mox is the man. Like Him him and Homicide versus El Desperado and Jun Kasai was absolutely nuts. Uh, really fun match. Um, but... Yeah, that was one of the big things that came out of this week. Out of this week, um, I mean, speaking show. of those two guys, another big thing that did come out of that was their friend defeating Kenta for the the uh, New Japan Strong. Is it the New Japan Strong title? Yeah, yeah. yeah. New Eddie, Japan Strong Open title. Yeah, um, Eddie Kingston is now the New Japan Strong Open champion. Very emotional win. Very emotional promo. Of course, every. Eddie Kingston promo is emotional at this point, but just a super great win, especially considering uh, the story that he told of getting into New Japan at 13. Uh, we all know his history and how much he likes the uh, the stuff that happened to Japan back in the days, based most of his career off of that. So for him to get this big win here was amazing. Him for him to beat Kenta too, it's like moments, man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I thought the way that they build both of these shows, like they do all the New Japan stuff, um, of of having like the 
kind of like the preliminary show with with title matches on it and then having like the tag matches that build to the big one-on-one matches the next night right always fun for me Mm -hmm. and getting to see strong do that format in japan is is cool yeah Um, in a in a venue like corrigan hall which is a historic venue um, I think that's what made uh, all of this stuff even more cooler. Seeing Eddie in Corrigan Hall, seeing Mox mm-hmm. um, in Corrigan exactly. Hall again, seeing Willow in that setting with with a wrestler of the caliber of Julia. Um, and I thought even like when for the tag match on the first night with uh, uh, Willow and Momo versus Julia and Tekla, big fan of Tekla. Yeah. Uh, and just watching that tag match and looking like, nah, Willow's really smoking it. She's really mm-hmm. a part of like this ecosystem over there. It's just really cool and just seeing how she has her fans out there. Um, it was a lot more split than I thought it was going to be in Japan because um, at first it felt very partisan because them Julia chants were loud. Mm-hmm. But like during their one-on-one match, it was a lot more split. And the match itself was very good, man. Like uh, I like the story of them building around Willow, doing all of the power stuff early on, and Julia just finding ways to outmaneuver her. Every time mm-hmm. she tried to go up for the for the doctor bomb, she would try to scurry out of it and figure out a way out of it. When she went for the big one towards the end of the match, and she reversed that into the cold red. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Fire! That was fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy uh, because I I just always think about the history of New Japan and women's wrestling, and like there for so long, this wasn't a thing. This didn't exist. They weren't collaborating with other women's wrestling promotions and for that to go from that to like having a superstar like julia on your show and the japanese crowds being so smart like they know about other wrestling too they know about stardom they know about the things that go on over here and for them to be so receptive to that and then on the other end for them to also be in tune with what's happening in new japan strong and what willow's doing is like Man, it's amazing. And then for them women to just go, be out, be able to go kind of balls out to set up their title match for the next night is like, man, it's really great. The kind of variety that New Japan Strong and Stardom and them collaborating with different promotions has brought into New Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, when we first heard that they were debuting the IWGP Women's Championship and we got... Um, the tournament and then we got yep. the crossover show last year um i feel like people thought we hit kind of a bump in the road with the wrestle kingdom match because it was Definitely. so short mm-hmm. and it seemed that like turned they, a lot of people off kind of off yeah, rip yeah and they made so much about it about the uh mercedes debut mm-hmm. but when you look at it as a whole this year they've given us some great matches especially strong Definitely. i think strong has done a great job with the women mm-hmm. um and i think when they have given the women stuff like the big match of Sakura Genesis. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. It was yep. they gave them time. Um, so man, you gotta you gotta give New Japan credit for um, dipping their toes in with women's wrestling and mm-hmm. like I said, doing a great job of giving us diverse women, um, giving us different styles of matches. Because I mean, like I said, that Sakura Genesis match is miles different from what we got at Wrestle Kingdom. It's right. very different from this match. Yeah, They're giving us so many different styles of women's wrestling mm-hmm. it's just real cool to see it's cool to see these women get showcased in a big way 
Um, I'm glad Willow got the spot. Do I wish he would have held the title longer? Mm, of course. Yeah, of Willow. course we do. We do. Um, but also, the circumstances around her winning. Circumstances. Kind of, that's the word, Phil. That's the word. Yeah, the circumstances <laughs> around her winning always kind of frustrated me because I don't feel like people gave her her due because there was so much around it right away where people were like, oh, well, that was supposed to be Mercedes belt. Oh, right. we were supposed to get this match. Oh, we were supposed to get this. And it's like, I mean, let her have her moment first before we exactly. do that. And I mean, mm -hmm. I don't feel like she ever quite got that. I mean, she always be known as the first, um, but I don't think that she got the moment and she got what she deserved out of this. So mm -hmm. I can see cutting it short and trying to go back to the, to the, uh, go back to the chalkboard on it and bring her back later for more mm -hmm. matches, maybe put a, put the belt on her again. And I mean, if you want an amb ambassador coming into America from Japan that people know, somebody that's already a star, can't get much bigger than Julia. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's, I think it makes sense. I mean, the second um, they put them against each other, I was like, man, I kind of hope mm. Willow wins. But then when they get in the ring and you just see Julia's presence, you see yeah. the reaction to her, yeah. it's like, yeah. Julia's so, different. Yeah, so it makes sense. And I mean, again, if this means we're getting more Julia matches in America, can I complain about that at all? I just hope that, you know, AEW and New Japan still have stuff for Willow and, you know, she doesn't go to the wayside because of this. But I mean, the best thing kind of about this, I think, I think all the moments kind of around it and how Willow did when she got it. Because, like, let's see, the, the moment leading into it is a main event in New Japan, two black women, her against Mercedes Monet mm -hmm. in a big, huge match. She wins it by some unfortunate events but it still was a good look she still did a bunch of promos she still looked great on it she still defended it in AEW. she still got to go to japan and kind of represent as that person i think she built her stock and and she made herself even to a bigger name just by being around it so i think what it's going to lead to is even bigger and i think with her being in this tournament the owen hart tournament which we're going to get into a little bit talking about collision later tonight i think if she can kind of potentially get a big win in the tournament that could also kind of help her. So I think it's unfortunate that it didn't go a long time. It's unfortunate kind of how things ended up, but I think just her even being in that talk has helped her a lot. Yeah. And I mean, the other part about it is going into the Willow and Athena match. Um, you're kind of in an odd booking position because you have yes. two champions in that match. So somebody right. has to lose. Exactly. And it's like it, it makes it less predictable now that mm -hmm. you you have somebody that's not a champion in a match. Um, mm -hmm. And you have somebody that, A, has something to lose, somebody that has, you know, a little bit more motivation now coming into the tournament. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that adds more to that match tonight. I think it adds more to the to the tournament. Um, it helps it because especially uh... – yeah, it, it was going to be shenanigans with both of them being champions, and you were yeah. just like, kind of leading into like, ah, I don't know what's going to happen. But this is great because it's not a Ring of Honor Women's Championship match, too, which kind of leaves it in the air for Athena could take a loss. It could be a first loss in a long time. Then that sets her up for even more to become even more angry. There's a lot of stories that could be told out of that. But then also, if she beats Willow, Willow's kind of on a, a, a down thing, a losing streak. She could bounce back from that, use that as momentum to go back up too. So there's going to be a lot coming out of this match tonight. I'm really interested in seeing what happens there. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, very good match. Um, very good show. Um, countless other things happened on the show. Uh, tag, tag titles uh, changed hands. Um, mm -hmm. 
I was very skeptical about this version of Bullet Club at first. Um, I like a lot of guys that join. Um, I like a lot, a lot of LA Dojo guys that are over there. Clark Connors is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Coughlin, they're yep. dope. But I'm just like, uh, this version of Bullet Club, I don't know. But just seeing them um, running rough shot at Segura Genesis, seeing them this time around um, at this show and actually winning belts, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, nah, no, nah, they, they, I think they got this, man. So yep. we, we do have new junior heavyweight champions. Um, War Dogs picked up those belts. Um, they're also, um, Bullet Club also collected the, uh, New Japan strong tag belts. They didn't win the heavyweight titles the next night, but they did mm-hmm. sweep the first night and win both belts that night. Um, yeah, I, I'm here for this. Like you said, the Eddie Kingston stuff was great. You know how much J- Japanese wrestling means to Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. So this was a really cool moment. Um, and I think he's had like a really good run of things this year leading up to the G1. Um, being the guy, and the G one's coming up. Shit, yeah. <laughs> being, being the guy that that kicked uh, Jay White out of the company, mm-hmm. uh, having the matches and being across the ring with with Ishi and like all of the cool things he's he's managed to do. I've seen people with this take that it's crazy that um, he won a title over there before he won it in in AW, which I think is a shitty take. But this take sucks. The thing is. I feel like that means more to him. I feel like because he he talks about how much Japanese wrestling means to him all the time. And so I feel like winning over there means more to him. I feel like it's a bigger Mm -hmm. deal because he's getting to do it there. And I still think he's going to be the one that beats Claudio. Um, Yeah. But I still think it's the story of getting there. And I mean, every time people want him to be champion in AEW, there were other guys that felt bigger than him in that moment. Like he wasn't Mm going to beat Mox when Mox was champion. Mox Mm -hmm. was huge at that time. And I know people are like, oh, he can beat MJF. Do I do I really believe that he feels like a bigger deal than MJF right now? No. No. I don't, I don't think he should be the one to beat MJF either. Uh, yeah, I think it just every time he was uh, kind of projected to win, the, the the best chance he had was beating Claudio at mm-hmm. Supercard of Honor. But as we found out, he was hurt, so it wasn't going to work out anyways. So, I th- yeah, yeah I kind of think, think it's kind of along those same lines as you're saying. Like, I think... He just for the him to win the championship in Japan is such a huge thing for his career. If you know anything, I mean they've told it many a times on AEW TV, even how important Japan is. So this is a huge win for him. And people kind of get that confused. Like, well, why isn't AEW like no, he's still living out his dreams, still doing exactly the things that he wants to do. He got to wrestle Akiyama. Like, there's all these things, yes. all these yes. moments that he has that he's like, I don't care what you guys are talking about. I'm doing great things over here. Yeah, this is a guy that up till a few years ago wasn't on TV. A lot yes. of people did not know who he is. And this guy's He was right. going to retire, Phil. He was yes. on the brink of retirement. This guy's now on TV regularly. I feel like it felt like a big deal when he came back to Dynamite because he's just accrued that kind of fan base and just a reaction he's getting not mm-hmm. just from AEW fans but now overseas in Japan. It's just wild to see yeah. and seeing him with that belt, seeing him be the guy that dethroned Kenta because now he has this guy, he has this kind of aura around him that he's the guy to bring honor back to that belt. Because now he had Kenta during his reign, disrespecting the belt, uh, beating people by cheating in all these ways, and having Eddie be the guy that came in and beat him. I think it means something. It's a great story, and I think it's a good moment for him. Bro, he got one of the G1 matches is Eddie Kingston versus Shingo, man. <laughs> 
man. Eddie's having a great year, man. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for him. Um, really, really happy. But like I said, great show. Um, I've seen people that are like, man, don't say New Japan is back, but man, nah. New Japan is really back, man. It's been a big year for them. I I don't think most of their shows have missed. I think Russell Kingdom was tremendous. Um, the menu was good. I think Sakura, Sakura Genesis was great. The the New Japan Strong shows, when you just look at, man, <laughs> when you just look at all of the Strong shows they've done this year, mm-hmm. Resurgence, these two shows in Japan, having the show with the tournament where we got Willow's win. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's that? That was in Long Beach, right? Long Beach, yep. I was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. They, they, New Japan's killing it this year, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it'd be hard to not say they're back with how... They are back, dude. Look, look at this. Going into this, they we forgot best of super juniors. They also had a great run on G1s coming up. Like yeah. they are destroying it. And I think that they came back to prominence because it got kind of sketchy there for a little bit. People kind of fell out of the uh the pandemic didn't help like yeah, Japan restrictions and everything that was going there just didn't wasn't aiding them. But then when they got back, started having cheering and all this stuff, they're they're on. Yeah, Stop. nah, nah. They're firing on all cylinders right now. It's really cool to see New Japan be prominent again. Um, just their connection with Forbidden Door as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a real good time to be a New Japan fan again. Wrestling, baby. Stop. Uh, guess I can kind of get back into these Humper chats because we mm-hmm. thought that there's so much. Uh... <laughs> wait, wait, did I get cut off? Uh, yeah, here we go. So, Tony Pega says, uh, I could see Athena or Willow, sorry, Momo and Julia fights her own, fights her own for fun. Um, and Donna Del Mondo, Addie and Julia and Oedo tie, uh, Sky and Billy and Stars, Harley and Angels, <laughs> Harley Cameron going to Japan to, <laughs> um, but, she she does fit like kind of that she does fit kind of that vibe of cosmic angels which is funny enough but uh rosa and ge jade and venus uh brit or taya and queen's quest uh who would you put in each of these these units rumble over uh ramble over on to work <laughs> um no i think you got some good ones there like i said i think uh i think willow fits really well in stars if they want mm-hmm. to put her in there um, I think it would be cool to see someone like uh, Abaddon and Oedo tie. Like, mm. I think she fits perfect with Oedo tie. Um, let me see, Cosmic Angels. That's kind of the interesting one. <laughs> like, I don't know who fits in Cosmic Angels. Funny enough, like I said, Harley Cameron does fit. <laughs> Harley Cameron. <laughs> Arlie Cameron in Cosmic Angels <laughs> sounds fucking hilarious, man. But she does kind of fit because, you know, they do the dancing and, and, and they do the music and stuff. Um, yeah, nah, that would be that would be crazy. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got on the units one. You got any picks for AW units? Mm-mm, you got it. Harley <laughs> <laughs> <Harley> Cameron. <laughs> Harley Cameron's my pick. Harley Cameron and Cosmic Angels. Mm-hmm. I'll never get over that. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, from Nelson Muntz, um, had so much fun watching TJPW Summer Sun Princess 23. Mizuki retained. 
Rio throwing so much offense in Yuki and Asuka. Uh, sorry, Yuki and Asuka both avoided the tags from each other. That what the fuck, bitch. Yuri <laughs> getting emotional at the start. Willow versus Athena tonight. Let's fucking go. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched this Tokyo Joshi Pro show yet, um, but it looks cool. Of course, we know Nyla Rose is out there for that show. Yes. Um, uh, looks like a blast. It was a blast last year. I feel like it was one of the best shows last year, so can't wait to check it out. Uh, from D-Lo Diggs. So I just realized this. Speaking of blood and guts, kind of, with War Games hopefully being announced and Regal agreement <laughs> with not being on TV, possibly at end. Y'all think we get the reveal? Okay, live TV from Regal, uh, Samoa Joyce. Um, I don't know. You think we see Regal on TV soon? I mean, those de- the dates are kind of lining up, but he's talking about that could be coming on very soon, and I could definitely see WWE being doing a War Games here very soon, and Regal being a part of that with the big announcement. It does almost line up. Uh, I think if we think about the times when Regal was gone. It's coming pretty close to that year of him not being on TV. Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be cool to see him pop up by Survivor Series and mm-hmm. you know, War Games on TV if we're getting the War Games match again. Right. Um, Hopefully, because I don't want to do t- champion versus champion versus champion. I see people really pitching that, and I'm like, I don't. We got to. Um, uh-uh. I mean, the only reason why, of course, I would be sitting there as somebody that's trying to go to this show Getting to possibly see Roman versus Seth in Chicago would be cool. Mm. Um, but if Roman I, beat his ass, though? Probably. But <laughs> you know. Take it is what get. it is. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. Take what we get. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Nelson Munt, if CM Punk is not careful, he can be the Harrison Ford 2023 in AEW. Young people have no interest in watching him. And his boys, FDR, not big draws the, as well. <laughs> the Harrison Ford is crazy. <laughs> most <laughs> in the most important demographic. Cry Jake Salazar, cry. Punk is not a TV draw. Uh, I mean, I I don't like whatever. I don't like getting into the whether he's a TV draw because of the collision numbers. I don't think that that is a. I don't think that that's a good barometer on whether the guy's a draw or not. Um, mm-hmm. It is what it is. I mean, I'm sure you're doing a Harrison Ford thing because Indiana Jones bombed, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had no interest in seeing this new Indiana Jones. I don't know if I've seen the last one. I don't think I've seen Crystal Skulls. Um, but the difference is the stuff that CM Punk is doing on TV is actually good. But Joe's yeah. stuff is good. The The. The last pay-per-view match he had with uh, Satoshi was good. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, so far so good. The matches and the segments have been good. So, I'm I'm in for it now. If you are sitting here like, nah, I'm not in for it. any of this. Is gonna bomb. Hey, man, you know, maybe you'll get your wish. Maybe you won't. I don't know. <laughs> and it's understandable if you don't if you don't like it, but it's hidden. It's definitely hidden. I mean, this match tonight has a lot of build up, and it's gonna be great. Like the whole t- time of CM Punk coming back, it was like. Well, when he comes back, he's going to wrestle Samoa Joe one-on-one. He's going to wrestle Samoa Joe one-on-one. And on top of that, that's leading to CM Punk and Jay White yeah. from the looks of it. And that shit's great. Yeah, man. That's why I'm like, I I don't really understand the analogy. But again, again, I didn't see I didn't see this new Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been enjoying what Punk's doing. Um, uh, Bizarro Big L, love your thing at uh, interview, guys. But Reg, I agree with most of your views, but... 
Athena is going to chop you silly if you ain't careful. <laughs> also, much love to Eddie Kingston. He got the gold and said it. It's your turn, Mark. Thank, that's a bro for you. They need to tag next. Um, yeah, I thought that was also a great moment of having that lead into um, Mark challenging for the mm-hmm. world title. And it doesn't feel like um, he's sitting over there like, no, I have to be the, the one to beat Claudio. It, it kind of feels like he wants that title just because Claudio has it. And I don't yeah. think he's trying to like take a moment from somebody else. But it's just like as long as long as he's champion over there, it's up, and I don't want him to have it. He's pretty much like, how could I fuck this nigga's life up? Like, what's all the steps I could get? And taking that belt would be one, but if somebody else takes it yeah. from him, that's great too. I just don't want him to have anything. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, so I mean, for him, you know, possibly Mark beating him is still finishing the story because he's like, no, nah, I just don't want him to have the belt. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. That's right. And Ath- 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 Athena is funny. She is going to beat me up if i ever see her in person but yeah you know you guys know how i do these interviews man i like to give people shit i like to have fun out there it's a great time yeah she uh, t- challenged me to the Pyth- what is it the pythagorean whatever she challenged me to to start the show she started with that energy okay yeah no that was really funny her coming as soon as you came in she just goes reg what's the pythagorean what's the pythagorean theorem and he was just like what yeah <laughs> 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 I'm like, I haven't heard that in like 15 years. Athena, leave me alone. Yeah, she did the same thing to uh to John when John jumped on the street too. It was really funny. Um uh, <laughs> Yeah, but shout out to Bizarre Big L. Appreciate you, man. Uh well, from Wanga, good day, Grapsy fellas. Eddie getting a strong title was cool. Also, with less than a week till the G one, it adds to his matches. If mm-hmm. they do the pin, if they do pin the champ. Um, get the shot stuff with the strong title. Yeah, yep. I agree. Yep, good stories to tell. Uh, <laughs> Christine, definite bias, but I am so happy for Waller. He was a key part in, in me attending live shows regularly. It really is a huge deal that he had a dream main event roster debut match. Proof of support your local promotion. Much love, guys, from Sydney. Um, yeah. I That's think dope. that was cool. I think that was cool that Waller got a moment this week. I mean, got two big moments um, in a span of a week. Got mm-hmm. the big moment at uh, O2 with John Cena and got this moment with Edge. Um, Edge gave him a big rub afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Shout out, to, shout out to Waller, man. I We've said on this podcast that uh, Waller's one of those guys that kind of seems like me or Reg wouldn't like. Uh, but I like mm-hmm. him. I, think I like great. him a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I like him way more than I than people would think I do, man. I think he is like it there's a couple guys that come in to WWE or like they're new and I'm like, okay, this guy is gonna be the one of those ones. This guy's gonna be ones that they really like. And just anytime that he talks, you know that that he's good. Anytime you could get heat like that just by talking, you gotta be great. And if you're just okay in the ring, and he's better than okay in the ring, it's yeah. gonna be up for you. So it's up for that guy. In like two years, we'll be like, oh, Grayson Waller is the champion. He's that guy. He's doing all the things. Yeah. Um, we got to see. I'm trying to refresh to make sure I got all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last one from Bizarro Big L. Mm-hmm. That powerbomb Lariat Tower of Doom spot was insane last night. Yeah. Big Bill and Cage killed it. Beyond pumped blood for blood and guts. Um, Beyond Beyond Pump Blood and Guts is a day away and need sign ideas. 
Oh. Yeah, it is. The, the space dropped out. That's why I was confused. Mm. <laughs> These sign ideas. And guys, what video game soundtrack tops your list? For me, Tony Hawk 3 and mm-hmm. Need for Speed Most Wanted. Mm. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure out what the NFS would stand for, but I was like, yeah, Need for Speed. Um, yeah, see, it's one Tony Hawk 1 or 2 for me. Because the Tony Hawk soundtracks, I have a song that said Goals is on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater because those songs were so pivotal and those games were so pivotal at a time that the soundtracks were crazy. But I can't think of like any specific years, but like the NBA, the 2Ks and the Maddens always had really Hold dope on. soundtracks. Don't, 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 Yeah. Every time I hear that song, I think of 2K now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I always say Sonic games had the best music mm-hmm. like they just did uh of course like def jam fight for ny yeah that's had, an easy one had great soundtrack um mm-hmm. uh yeah those two probably pop top my list um trying to think any more yeah the sonic the sonic soundtracks were always really dope um, of like video game music and not just like great songs added to the game you know yeah uh, uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake, you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax, man. Uh, from Jake Salazar, uh, let me tell you something, Nelson. Months go outside. You talked about TV ratings. See, you probably elite, Mark. That's how I know you can't you can't fight because your boy got the ass beat. Christ. All right, all right, all right, all right. That, that, all right. Bring it in. Relax, you guys. Let's, relax. Let's, let's, let's reel it in, guys. Relax. Relax. That's it for the humpers? That's it for our humpers. Okay, let's get into a couple supers before we move on. Anwar Starwind says, what's up, y'all? Phil, who are your favorites to win Stardom's five-star Grand Prix? Uh, Willow was amazing in New Japan this week. I hope she joins Stars. Um, I don't know i'm I, I don't know who's my favorite to win i mean like it like last year it felt like it was julius and mm-hmm. you know julia i went on to win it um i don't know man uh i do f- think they've got to find a way to kind of build uh hazuki back up because hazuki came into this year so hot she got the match finally mm-hmm. um she had, and i feel like for me it might not be that she has the most momentum right now. That's probably just who I want to win because I'm a big right. Suzuki Mark. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I have like a prediction, but that's who I want to win. Mm-hmm. I want Suzuki to win. Suzuki. Uh, our homie Eloquent says Willow and Julia did not disappoint. Flame emoji. Yes, they can. Our homie Eloquent also says that Stokely TikTok about Joe extorting him. Lamo. That was. Stokely is just such a genius in everything that he does, and he should be featured more on every show. He should be on Dynamite, he should be on Collision, he should be on Rampage, he should be on ROH. Just put him on every show because he is the best. Are they making fun of the way you said uh, Grand Prix? Because you said Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Fuck <laughs> 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 okay. um, Leonard Aarons said there's a small microscopic number of folks who can legit say they're better than punk. Samoa Joe is one of these folks. Cannot wait for collision. Yeah, definitely hyped for that match. Was hyped for it after the first collision because they definitely made it feel like a big deal. And then, like, the more they've been, like, doing the story stuff in between and doing the hype packages, definitely excited. Right. Um, Chi-Town Spurs says, some of the AEW producers need to take up less TV time. 
Like whom? Me, me, but hmm, who, who are you speaking of? Uh, Ronald Hollick says, next weekend going to be hot. Collision in Calgary, Stampede, Triple A Mania, Kenny versus Vikingo 2, Slammiversary, great wrestling to look forward to. Yeah, next week is just as packed as this week, maybe even more with all those shows going on. Triple Mania and Slammiversary are big. Collision's mm-hmm. going to be going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on next Saturday if you are trying to eat. Uh, Eloquent also says, is Santana coming back tonight? Question mark. He did say 7-7. Collision is on Saturday nights. Potentially. Yeah, I can see him being on the on the ISS uh, show. Uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar says, y'all got any word why Matt Hardy has been gawking the elite on Twitter for the last week? <laughs> I don't I have no idea what you're talking about. Gawking? Just, what do you mean? Since I have when? no idea what you're talking about, but I mean, I I think it's pretty clear that like him and the elite are friends. Yeah, um, that's that's a, they're longtime yeah. friends. Yeah, they're longtime friends. They had like the 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 matches on the on the indies. The mm-hmm. the Bucks have basically told everybody that they're big Hardy Boy marks, and that yeah. a lot of what they do is based off of them being Hardy Boys fans. So, I mean, it's not surprising. Not that surprising that they're team yeah. team elite. Uh, Chris Byer says, why they turn ROH pure development system for, why they turn ROH into a development system for AEW? Uh, circumstances, like I said, the no, them not having the YouTube shows anymore, and you got to put these wrestlers somewhere, and if they're going to develop, they're going to develop on essentially what's your developmental show. Uh, Shane Monster says, Honor Club should include pay-per-views by now. Warner Brothers Discovery doesn't want ROH. Why should... Uh, uh, Bleacher Report, get that money. Suck it, Slavs. What's that guy's it's, last name? Oh, Saslov. Saslov. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't get me into the like the economics of this because I have no idea how those things work. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shot Kid Twenty Nine says ROH may get a shot in the arm with AEW's next deal if it ends up being as big a rumor and includes Max. It took a few years for Black and Gold. NXT to hit his stride. Yeah, I can see that. I, 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 and I mean, like I said, ROH is not a bad show. It just, uh, it just could be so much better, man. Yeah. It, it just, I, it, I, I just don't see the same care and excitement that I saw when it first debuted. Yeah, I think that's the craziest thing about it is like I'm basing it off of what it just was a couple months mm-hmm. ago. It isn't even like I'm like, let me be the old ROH from 2002. I'm like, no, just be the yeah. ROH that you told us you were going to be on Honor Club. And it's getting really frustrating. And I, I've i gotten to a place where I think we all need to get on this. This is what this show is going to be. Nothing's going to change. It's not going to get better. It's just going to kind of continue to be this because with the taping schedules and with everything going on it's really the only way they could kind of put this together i can hope that i'm wrong i really 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 do hope that i'm wrong i don't know yeah i don't know hopefully mm. hopefully it gets better man yeah uh Bragav rajan also says roman still needs 400 plus days to break hogan's record who's ready for him to retain the next mania and give cody more adversity don't want to see it <laughs> 400 days is not that long, Phil. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> oh, this Stop. is a good question from uh, Ricardo L. Notario. Uh, I'm not sure if I've asked this before, but I have a question. What's the line between representation and tokenism? Very interested in y'all's thoughts. Kind of a deep one. Uh, 
what is the line between represent? I mean, I think of course it gets into what does the performer want to do? What are they comfortable with? Mm-hmm. What is it that they want to um, represent as as a performer? It's different mm-hmm. than you're being told to go out there and do something. Between they're going out there and doing something on their own and making it work. Like I don't think anything Stokely is doing would be nearly as funny if, if it felt scripted and it felt like Tony was telling him to go out there and do that. Right. All of his stuff is funny and it feels legitimately um and it feels genuine because that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean when you compare that to like tokenism, it feels I, I mean, I don't get the feeling that anybody is just there for the sake of fitting a quota. Mm-hmm. Um uh, now yeah, I was trying to think of that. I'm like, I don't think there's anybody currently on TV that like if it's offensive, like an offensive black character or anything like that, you know? Yeah, I don't think anybody is there to just fit a quota or it feels like they're there to, you know, be the black character that Which you is know, good. Does come a stereo- long way. Yeah, that does stereotypes and stuff like that. And I think that's the big difference. I, I think the difference is like something being mandated and somebody going out there and just doing the character that they want to represent. Exactly. That's all it is. It's 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 all depends on what how's this character being presented. Because even if somebody's on yeah. some wild shit, if they came up with it, it's different. You know what I mean? It's different than like if uh, Vince or Tony are like, "We want you to do this wild shit," or if they came up with, "I'm going to do this wild shit." So it really yeah. all depends. Like, but like I said, it's gotten a lot better. It's still wild as hell, and it'll never be changed. There's yeah. still a lot I mean, going on behind the scenes. There's still a lot of adversity that these black wrestlers have to put up with. So I don't want to go too far with it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even if you look at WWE and you look at like what somebody like R-Truth has done, and, you know, yeah, I'm sure it fits into what they want to see him as, as this Joe character. But it also seems like this guy's having a blast. He's yes. having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say the same thing with the New Day, where they gave them this awful gimmick, and they managed to turn it into something and make it mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's one of those things where that could have went really bad. It could have totally. looked like some token stuff, like those guys going out there doing this preacher gimmick. But they turned it into something that was way bigger than anybody imagined. And it was way more successful than anybody wanted because they were just being themselves. Right. Uh, I think I said, uh, the super chats for now, I'm going to save a couple of them for the end here. I want to get into some more, uh, topics. What do you want to get into money in the bank, the Roman reigns bloodline, a saga, um, yeah, let's get into some of this money in the bank talk. We did mm-hmm. have a pay per view last last uh, Saturday. Uh, you know what? Uh, the uh, the thing that was kind of crazy after watching that show, I reviewed the show with Denise. The craziest thing coming out of the show is going into the show. I thought that they were going to be in a big stadium. I thought they were going to be in the big open uh, forty to fifty thousand, and I, I they they weren't. But I kind of thought that was a missed opportunity for them to kind of stack that up because they were super hot in there. I think they could have got thirty to 40,000 people out in the UK to watch this show, this uh, this Money in the Bank show. That's the, wait, the, the wait, biggest thing that I came wait, out of. What do you mean? Could they, could they have some of it closed off? No, because I th- I just thought it was going to be in a bigger arena. I I was just saying I think they could have got more people into oh, the show. Yeah, like yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. Uh, downplayed what they got going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, O2 is a good is a good venue. Um, I don't know if you mean like you thought they could have got like Wimby or like a big open air joint. Yeah, I just thought they could have um, just got more people. Yeah, no, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I feel you. O2 is a good. O2 was a good venue, though, man. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, no, it was crazy when Cody's entrance with them singing his song. That was, I was like, yeah. wow. I mean, <laughs> immediately you have to give it up to the UK fans because, man, they bring such good energy to these mm-hmm. shows, man. And I mean, that was the feeling at, at the Cardiff show as well. Like, yep. man, it's just such a good atmosphere for wrestling when people are engaged. They want to. They want to get the chats going it doesn't feel like they're trying to make themselves the show they're invested in the show um just really really cool environment for wrestling man can't get what did you think about this uh in the first match of the show was the money in the bank match ricochet and logan paul were trying to do an insane spot I, i i've gathered together from their stories told of what they were trying to do they were trying to do essentially if you've ever seen uh, it's i like to call it the nick jackson spot uh they push the ladder over you springboard off the top into something they were trying to get pushed over the ladder logan paul and ricochet at the same time they were going to springboard at the same time two people into a spanish fly off into the uh the tables but what happened was is logan paul tells the story on his podcast they both got pushed over ricochet hit first brought the rope down so he hit the bottom of the rope but ricochet said i don't care we're still doing this and took logan paul over into more like a uranagi suplex over or like a t-bone suplex over a spanish fly looked very dangerous very scary in the moment um what did you think about this, Phil? Did you think Ricochet maybe should have chilled? Like, we would have been all right if you would have just, like, not did it as crazy as that. Uh, there was a lot of room for error here, and this could have went really bad. <laughs> right. But at the same time, it's wrestling. And we're, wrestling. we're wrestling fans because we're, we want to see wild stuff like this. We want to see the totally. guys slamming into. I mean, we just sat here and talked about moxing these guys, like slamming <laughs> each into each other, and the boards with razor blades sticking out of it and forks sticking up. Uh, we want to see crazy things. That's why people go to the shows and yell, yeah, we want tables and all this other stuff. We want to see some wild spots. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought this looked really cool. Like, I'm sorry, it did. It looked crazy. Like, I, I, I was sitting there like, oh, no, my, I hope they're okay. But at the same time, I was like, yo, that looked crazy. And I think um, I think Ricochet, Ricochet's, he's been at this for years. He's a pro. Yes. So I think when the when the spot went awry, I think he improvised it the best way that he could. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, this could have went really bad. But Ricochet, yeah. Ricochet did what he needed to do to to – uh, fix the spot, and I mean, I don't think a lot of people would have caught it an outright botch until <laughs> Logan got his podcast. Exactly, caught it a botch. Right. But I think for what it was, I thought he improvised well. I thought it looked nuts. I thought it added to the the Money in the Bank match, which was a, which was a pretty good Money in the Bank match, for my opinion. Um, because we've seen so many ladder matches, we've seen so many Money in the Bank matches, and you mm-hmm. have to keep trying to one up these things. Um, if hard. anybody was going to do this big wild spot in it, it was those two guys. And I yeah. think they at least gave us something coming out of the show that felt like it was big. Yeah, either way, like uh, the way they did it or the way they were going to do it, it was going to be a huge moment and it was just fucking dangerous. And it, I, think, I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, what did you think about the winner uh, going into this match, going into the show? All the talk was into L.A. Knight being the one. The night before, people were like, you heard that pop? L.A. Knight's winning. And I'm like, ah, I don't think so, bro. And they, were, they teased it. That's what I like. I talked about it also on the post show. That's what I do like about WWE now is they do 
they do let us know that they're listening. So they mm-hmm. tease things that like we think are only internet things or we think are only this. And they'll like on their show be like, we know you guys. Uh, we know you guys think it's going to come down to LA Knight and Damian Priest. So here's the two of them. Let you get this hope. So we know that you guys want Ricochet and uh, Logan Paul to do some wild. Here they are. So they, they like are making it aware that they know that people are talking and they, they're trying to help. Um, but yeah, I thought that, uh, if LA Knight wasn't going to win, that Damian Priest was kind of the next best up, uh, considering what he's done this year, considering what happened at Backlash, how great of an opponent he was for Bad Bunny and helping him through that. Last year, helping out Bad, Bad Bunny and the same thing. I think he's just kind of been set up to be the one to win this briefcase if they're telling, if we're going off them telling stories. Like people just kind of wanted LA Knight to win, but he's been kind of a big loser coming into this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I thought it was cool that he got this big moment in in the UK mm-hmm. and getting that crowd response that he get he did. And it wasn't like he just got a pop when he entered when he entered the ring. Like there was chance for him throughout the match. Every time every, he was he got his shit off, they were every time for him. he got in the ring. Every time he got anywhere near that ladder, that crowd was going nuts. Um, I thought that I think that's big for him, but I. I never felt like he was going to win this match. No. Like, I always, I've been saying for the, for weeks, I think he's going to lose because, like you said, he's been presented like a joke for yeah. months. Mm-hmm. And you can't just take a guy like that and use a big stipulation match like this to erase all of that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, you could build him and make him feel like a champion, but I feel like you got to do that work first. You can't just be like, exactly. all right, well. You know, yeah, you know, he was he was a big loser for most of this month. But here's the briefcase, and this is a guy that can be world champion. Like, because didn't they just do this with Austin Theory and it didn't yes, work? They, they've <laughs> done this a couple times and it didn't work. You just did it with Austin Theory. You just did it with Nikki Cross. You mm-hmm. just did it with Otis. And yep. all, all those times, it didn't work. And it's Mm-mm. like, and that's not a knock at, like, those those guys or, or Nikki. Nikki got a nice little title win. But as we saw after that, it's not sustainable because – the, the you're a fans, loser the fans don't believe in a wrestler other than the fact that in this moment they're a hot little gimmick or they're a good mm-hmm. get they're a good character man you got to do the work to make them feel like a credible challenger or a credible champion and, and fans give up fans give up so quickly on things that you yes. have to there's only only way that they're gonna stay invested enough time is for somebody that's sustainable so if they yeah. think they're a loser and then they have this hot moment Pretty soon they're gonna remember. Oh yeah, they're a loser. I don't like this person. Let's get somebody yeah, I mean, else. Look, man, he would have. He would have. I think he would have done well with the briefcase. He would have cut some good promos. He would have come out there wagging this thing around and did some funny things with it. But when it turned turned into time for him to cash it in, that's when everybody had been looking around like, "Oh, you think this guy's gonna beat Roman? No. <laughs> no you think way. this guy's gonna beat Rollins? No. So then why does he have this briefcase? And exactly. that was my, that's been my mm-hmm. point from the beginning. Um, I think. Priest makes more sense because he's a guy that they've invested time in trying to build up for the last two years. He's been United States champion. He's been in WrestleMania matches. He's been in the big moments with with Bad Bunny. This is a guy they've also invested storyline stuff to on yep. weekly television. Mm-hmm. He's had the he's had the world heavyweight title in the main event of Raw. He's in the he's on the hottest faction, faction on Raw. On yep. Raw, he mm-hmm. he's he's got storyline stuff going with Finn. It makes more sense to give him that briefcase because you've got stuff mm-hmm. to build off of. You don't really have that with um with um L.A. Knight, and that's mm-hmm. not to say that L.A. Knight's not in a good position. I think he's in a great position. If you want to make him United States champion or do something big from from here on, 
you now have proof positive that fans would be into it. Exactly. Um, but that doesn't mean he should be world champion, man. And I mm -hmm. think that's where people get this mix up. Like, yeah, you should push him, but that don't mean push him and make him champion, man. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a difference between deciding to heat somebody up and give them a push and just decide, all right, this is the guy that could be, like, the face of a brand. Like, right. Nah, I don't know if he's ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah, the the good thing about LA Knight is he's great on the mic. So and, and like you said, he's the, we see what could be the result. We see how people are gonna feel, and you could heat him up pretty quickly. I think if you give him this win, if he is the one to beat Austin Theory, give him a run, let him talk, let him do this thing. In a couple months, he could be the guy to be the world yeah, champion. But, yeah, but that's why I'm saying do the work first. Don't just mm -hmm. decide. All right, well, you know, let's make him Mr. Money in the Bank now after like whatever six months like six months ago he was just in that brave feud like yeah <laughs> that wasn't that long ago like it wasn't mean, that long ago <laughs> <laughs> hella funny man so yeah yeah so i mean yeah, yeah you just you got to do the work first man that's all and you can't do the work after when you give him the briefcase so that's that's why we yeah that's what here. i mean but you know yeah, uh, you talked about um the ladder match and how you have to up it in all these matches i thought the women's match was told a better story i thought that the, the way that they laid out the match and the way that they laid out the spots and the way that they did the whole thing just kind of told a better story than the men's match because it wasn't depending on because it all for me with the men's matches it always feels <coughs> like now we've had so many they're just trying to like rehash the spots that we've seen before they're like well how can we do the old jeff hardy spot new how can we do this blah 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 the women's matches always use their stipulations in a different way, and they don't try to rely on the past. They try to create new things, and I think it always works out for them. Um, I mean, Selena did do like well, yeah, yeah, ladder, that's a famous one. That one's always spots in there. Yeah, um, that one's always in there. Uh, yeah, but I I do agree. I think the women's ladder match was better, and I think this is one of better women's Money in the Bank matches we've seen in general. I think. Mm -hmm. um, like I think the 2018 one was good. Um, whichever one Naomi was in, where she had the Bumblebee joint, yeah, um, I think that was 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a good one. But I think this is definitely one of the better ones we've seen. I think this is one of the most creative finishes we've seen for a Money in the Bank match in quite some time with the handcuffs. Yep. Um, I thought they picked the right winner. EO made the most sense. Mm -hmm. and they had a few options in here, but I thought EO made the most sense. Um. I just I like the way they put the match together. Um, hats off to Trish Stratus. I keep saying that I thought this Trish. was going to come in yeah. and be like a part timer and like give us some spots here and there. But Yo. she was in there bumping, bro. Like no, for real. <laughs> she was I was like, wait like a second, crazy. that's Trish. She's a Hall of Famer. You guys be careful. But she's like, no, I don't care. Yeah, no. Nah, big shout outs to Trish, man. She looked great in there. Um, man. Looking at this match and just like the the wrestlers around it and the spots where Becky was on on the run and she mm -hmm. had like her armpits running, she looked like a massive star. Yeah. You can say you can see why Becky is Becky and she's why she's star. had WrestleMania moments, why she's already had all of these big things already because she's got it. She's a star, man, and just like she every, really got it. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, she was uh she was great in there. Um, I thought all the stuff they did with damage control and the stuff what they did with EO, like I said, at the end was great. Um, really enjoyed the women's Money in the Bank match. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Great winner. Uh, uh, and EO is now the longest reigning. <laughs> Second, <laughs> second longest reigning female Money in the Bank winner with just a week of time. 
Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't try to do some weird uh, yeah, we same night cash-in. I did mm-hmm. not like that we didn't get any women's title match on this card, though. Yeah, what is that? I, I think that that kind of sucked. Um, like, you could have at least put, like, Charlotte Asuka on this card. Um, mm-hmm. You could have did something with one of those titles. I, I thought that that was kind of a missed opportunity. Um, but we did get the women's title match, tag title match, which uh, I don't think anybody expected the swerve we got in what this or the outcome. Swerve. <laughs> I for damn sure was not. That was one of the, that's one of the swerves that I know even like in a long time, usually like you have some idea. This one, I was like completely out of left field. <laughs> I mean, I'm still been, shocked about it. <laughs> they, they planted the seeds for it. Um, Shayna has been doing small things here and there. That makes me think she's getting tired of her. I can't remember which promo it was, but someone, um, someone called her a knockoff uh, Ronda Rousey. And you can see the look at her face. Like she was like legitimately offended by it. And before mm. she could say something back, uh, Ronda cut her off and started her promo, and I was like, mm. Mm. "They've been they've been doing small things like that for a while." But I still thought like they were going to give them a run with these belts. We just saw the report that Ronda's probably going to go to NXT. <laughs> um, we just I was like, saying that's the reason why we got this. She was like, <laughs> "Y'all yeah. think I'm about to go where? Nah, get these belts up off me, dog. I ain't about to go to NXT." <laughs> Somebody called her. I was like, "Yeah, man, we mer- we're merging the belts now. You can go down to NXT and work these people." And she was like, "Working in a warehouse? I ain't doing that, man. Y'all got it. Get the belts off me, man." And before it. they went out there, like they didn't even tell anybody. Her and she, she was like, "Shayna, I am not going to NXT. I want you. We're going to go out there, and you're going to turn on me. That's <laughs> I am not pulling up. We're about to get these belts right up off of me tonight." Yo, you know how funny that is if they're getting ready to do their entrances and she's just sitting over there like, Shana, Shana, over here, Shana. Over here. <laughs> Look, we're not winning this match. We are not coming back to this curtain with these belts. That, that sounds funny as fuck. Yo, Shana just being like, I don't know if we can do that. No, no, no. I'm Ronda Rousey. We're not doing it's this. Cool. No, it's good. I am not going to Florida, bro. Leave me out of this. Um, yeah, no. Nah, so I, I was sitting there when this work was happening. I mean, I don't know how I feel about doing this so soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was their first title defense on a pay-per-view. <laughs> these I mean, belts, whole, man. The whole purpose of putting these belts on Ronda and Shayna <laughs> is to get more eyes on them, to get them onto the pay-per-view cards. And then like they should have the, just did the swerve with uh, Alba and uh, fucking Adela. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, as soon as you get them on a pay-per-view card and you get them at a big show like this, then you, you split them immediately. <laughs> and so I don't know That's how the I tell of these tag team champs, these women's tag team champs. Yeah, Every I, time you think about to get some momentum, they're like, nah, we don't like momentum. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that part about it. I think that that's an eye booking decision. But then we also got the report this week that right. she's kind of finishing up her deal, and that's mm-hmm. why they wanted to get to this before she finished up the deal. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, it seems like those are the kind of things that you should kind of know before you put the belts on them. <laughs> um, I don't know. Very like odd. they put the belts on, and then there was somebody was like, "Hey, go look at Rhonda's contract. How much longer she got? Yeah, Bro, I, she I got don't... one more month." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All of that is weird. But with that said, I think to actually give like a legitimate surprise and something that nobody saw ha- coming, I thought the reaction in the arena was great. People just being dead silent, like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, I thought that was great. I thought Liv's reaction to it, like, she was like, you could literally read her mouth, like, she's like, what 
what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. um, all of that stuff was good. Um, and it made what could have been like a really forgettable tag match into Definitely. a big moment. Yeah. And I, I thought that that was cool. Uh, Shayna smashed it the next, the next week on Raw. That mm-hmm. promo she cut was fire. Um, need, <laughs> need Ronda clean out of the ring. Great stuff. Um, I think this is the best stuff they've done with Shane in a while. And if this is just getting us back to the Shane that we had on NXT, go for it. Look, trip. Yeah, coming out of that. Guys. Coming out of that, I was like, I don't know if they're gonna, if anybody's gonna boo Shayna though. No, she's about to start spitting no. facts, and that's exactly what happened. We were like, wait, no, she's right. <laughs> no, no, she. I, I hope that they don't think that she's gonna be the the heel of this uh, program because that's Mm-mm. not gonna work. Um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I like I said. I thought that she smashed it. I thought she she looked great in the in the heel turn. Um, just the way she did it. I mean, she always finds a way to make the the careful the clutch look like dangerous, and mm-hmm. she just like the, her facial expressions are just so great. Big Shayna fan. I like Shayna yeah. a lot. Um, so I thought this was. I thought all of that was cool. Um, like I said, could have been a very forgettable match. This match could have been something that we weren't even talking about the next day. Mm-mm. Um. So, I mean, in that breath, it, it was cool for what it was. Good swerve. I mean, one of the best swerves I've seen in a while because I did not see it coming at all. And yeah, exactly like you said, we would have just moved on past this match and never talked about it again. But they created this, and hopefully something dope comes out of uh, uh, their match. Like, I think they yeah. could probably put together something fun. I'm sure they've been talking about doing this match for years at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, I think the cool thing about what they did there and what they did on the, on the raw following money in the bank is they built, um, so many women's storylines cause the women's division, yeah. I feel like has been lacking. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like now you've got possibly three storylines from raw alone going into mm-hmm. SummerSlam. And that's cool. You could, you could get Ronda versus Shane on that card. You could possibly get Becky versus Trish. Seems like they're building Raquel versus Rhea as well. So you got a bunch of options coming out of Raw alone. But um, then look at what you just said. That just means that the Women's Tag Team Championships won't be defended because Raquel's going to be getting her own title match. So it's like, uh, you guys, figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It sure seems like we won't see a uh, Women's Tag Title match on that card. I wouldn't think so would not think so because they're breaking up damage control too like every they're breaking up all the tag teams yeah. out, at the end of the three tag teams that they have they're breaking up well, I mean, too. you, you got to give uh Caden and Katana credit though they did look good on Raw it seems like that's a tag team that they're semi-invested like in mm-hmm. um and they look good every time they try to showcase them so hopefully that means that they've they're gonna heat them up and put the belts on them eventually um you still have uh Isla and uh and Alba Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a few options. Um, but yeah, uh, so far so good. I thought uh, I thought some of the matches on this card could have used a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I thought uh, Gunther and Riddle was a big example of that. I think Gunther versus Riddle was good for what it was. Like we said before, Gunther does not have bad matches at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and it, it could have cool- used like five more minutes at minimum though. Yeah, yeah. it was a cool little sprint, but it could have used more time. And I thought it was odd to have a guy like Gunther, who is insanely over in front of the UK crowd. He's a UK wrestler. Um, and not use him in a bigger way. There, Put him in a big match. Yeah. Especially given like how good his TV matches was mm-hmm. and how, how much how well he's presented on TV. I feel like he could have gotten a bigger or at least a longer match on this card. But mm-hmm. this match was good for what it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the the, the crazy stuff like uh 
Gunther chopping my man in his feet. Mm-hmm. All the ankle stuff was crazy. Um, Riddle sold his ass off. I thought it was great. I think that this was probably more about the post match, right? This is yeah. probably what they were leading to because that that match, if they would have did that match at the show, it probably would have been a bigger deal. But they were leading to Drew McIntyre coming back to confront Gunther. Do you think Drew McIntyre is going to be the one to dethrone old Gunther, or do you still think it could be his homeboy Sheamus? Um, I don't know. I was a little disappointed that uh, uh, Big Bad Drew is back as a babyface because I do not enjoy him as a baby. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping he came back as heel too. I kind of wanted him to come back as a heel. I'm not big into because he has gripes. Yeah. You know? No, he doesn't. If you ask Triple H, he said he didn't. Oh yeah, it's Triple H was like, no, he's free. He, he didn't listen to any of that. He was just chilling. <laughs> no, the sheets is lying. Um, <laughs> she's is lying. On um, no, but I'm not big into like the countdown and all that stuff. But if you're gonna bring I this hate guy back, the countdown. <laughs> Why well, I, I hate I hate uh, prompt based wrestling maneuvers. I hate it. It's like you don't have to count down the people into going with your cake but bully ray started doing that with the one two three get the tables like you don't have to prompt them they know what to say when you fucking put your hands up they know you're about to kick this dude we don't need to count down to it yeah i'm not a big fan of the countdown it feels like one of those things where it's very wwe everybody has to have a catchphrase everybody has to have something Mm -hmm. that is like 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 when roman does his spear he has the ui you got the Mm -hmm. crowd to get into that but i just I'm not big into the countdown. I but, don't like it. Um, but I digress. I, yes. I I thought that this was a perfect way to bring Drew back, giving him that moment over there and in front of that in front of the, the crowd in Europe. Um, that crowd, of course, is going to go nuts for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can't bring him back as a heel there. That crowd was right. not going to boo him. Exactly. Um, but I do think that if he loses this match, he can turn heel. That's and, the way to do it. And I if it were me booking this, I think he should lose to Gunther and I think he should turn heel and I think he should be one of the next big opponents for Seth coming up in one of the pay-per-views. Agreed. Yeah, he needs to be in that heavyweight title contention. He's a big name. He's uh, he's, uh, primed. He's been there before. And I think somebody else could probably benefit off of that Gunther win too. So I don't think uh, Drew needs that accolade of, well, he was the one to dethrone dethrone Gunther. I think he's like a step above that, and that could be used to propel somebody else to, yeah, I agree. to a good position. So, yeah, I think yeah, I don't think he'll be the one to beat Gunther, and I, I kind of hope that this leads to him turning heel. Um, yeah. But excited to see Drew back. Um, like I said, this was a perfect place to bring him back. I liked um, it. Yeah, but pretty solid match. Like mm-hmm. you said, the after stuff was really the real story of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd, you, how'd you feel about this Cody match? I talked about it. Everybody saw my clip online about uh, Dominic Mysterio. Listen, if you are what people say you are, the The hottest, (laughs) then have no fear. The crowd is here. Listen, if you're the hottest heel in the business, we would know it. Besides when they don't let you talk. The crowd did not care about that match. I've heard all week, I've heard multiple people say, that was a Raw match. 
the you, if you're the hottest heel in the company, they don't never say that about your match. They say that was a hot match. The crowd was this, that was this, and this was not that. This was this was. I felt sad for Cody. I'm like, Cody needs a bigger moment than this. It's crazy. Um, I think everything around it was better than the match itself. But we yes. talked about that because the atmosphere was tremendous. The atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. Cody coming out and man, this felt like a. That New York crowd at the at the B side show when mm-hmm. Hope was coming out and they knew the whole record. <laughs> yeah, like, they 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 knew all of Kingdom, bro. They got to the second verse and they were still rocking. They yo they usually <laughs> the crowd uh, the crowd don't know the first verse, but they get to the second verse, it's over. No, this crowd was like, keep playing this, bro. We are out here. We know all these words loud too. <laughs> yeah, nah, they they were um, that crowd was great, and I mean mm-hmm. this this still goes to show how over Cody is. Over Regardless of losing at WrestleMania, this guy still remains the most over babyface in the company by far. That's and why I can't. But I, I'm like, okay, Jay, you guys, I believe it. But after seeing that and seeing how it is still for Cody, it's like, oh no, Cody's the one, man. Cody's up. Cody, Cody's still super high. I mean, we've seen it in in every show they've gone to in the states. We've seen it in Puerto Rico. We've seen it in Saudi. Now we've seen it over in London. I'm nah, just seeing uh, insanely on, over, man. On social media, just TikToks and stuff of like people posting at house shows of like my kid was so blah 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 for this for Cody and then Cody just being like an ambassador it's like no Cody if Cody beyond just like that quote that he said this week was very true he said that John Cena told him that you could be the champion without the belt (laughs) and he's doing that like he is like it's it seems like he won the championship at Wrestlemania even though he's lost because he's been walking around like he's the champion I got the point of what he was saying. I yeah. get what Cena means, but it yes. did very much. He's feel, wilding though. <laughs> it did very much feel like Cena was trying to reassure him, like, "Don't worry about it. You'll get your moment. It's coming. It's still hot." <laughs> um, yeah, um, I knew what he meant, but it's still just ba- just in the context of how he lost at WrestleMania and everything around it. It is. <laughs> It is a wild quote. It seems um, like, yeah, it's like a you'll get him next time, champ ass quote. You'll get him next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it is what it is, man. But, um, yeah, nah, this felt like it was beneath Cody, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, straight up. Like, this was, it. like, at least with the, the, the Brock stuff. Uh, it feels like the Brock stuff is a filler match, filler stuff, but at least it's this Brock. is Brock Lesnar. This mm-hmm. is a huge star. This is a huge feud for him coming out of a main event feud. Um, feuding with Dom at a pay-per-view. And it's not even a feud. It's just a one-off match. It's one-off mm-hmm. match with Dom at Money in the Bank just because you're saving the Brock match for SummerSlam. This doesn't really do anything other than just getting Cody on the card just for the sake of. Like, the match itself, I didn't really care about the match. Um, and then, I, Bill, explain to me this. Dominic got a title match after this? <laughs> He lost. Why did he get a title match? Didn't he wrestle? Uh, oh, he, it wasn't for a title. It, was just it wasn't money. for the title. It was but just still, a main event. Why is he getting the main event after he lost? Um, yeah, it was just a main event. Uh, but yeah, now nah, him getting the main event the next night after that is crazy. After he lost. Uh, but yeah, Dom Dom's going to get the reaction it shows. But the, the difference is that nobody actually believes that Dom can win. And that's right. the difference with Logan getting booed and getting the kind of heat that he did in the latter matches that people actually believe Logan can win that match. Exactly. I was sitting on his podcast telling you, I think Logan Paul is going to win. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he gets legitimate heat off of that because nobody wants him to win. Yes, people want to see Dom lose and see him get beat up, but 
different. don't think anybody legitimately believed that Dom was going to win that match. Like, yeah, I can see WWE doing some screwy stuff and giving him the win, but I never truly believed Cody was going to win that match. And if, uh, like, I just go off what the people are talking about, heat and reaction. Like, you can't even say that he's the hottest hill in the company because he's not hotter than Roman. Look at yeah. a, what look at what happens when a Roman match is happening. The crowd is engaged the whole time. They're making up chants about Roman. See it in at the UK. They said if you like Roman stand up or somebody sat down like they're engaged the whole time booing yep. this guy. There's not a moment where they're not being like fuck Roman Reigns. And it's not like like if you're the hottest heel in the company, that's how it works. And it's yeah. not like that for Dom. But, and I don't want to take away from Dom. He does get a lot of heat. He he does play the role well, but it's not what people think it is. Yeah, I, I think a good way to say it is that Dom gets legitimate heat, but this match had absolutely no heat. There was yeah. no heat to this match, man. <laughs> there you go. It, like this, this felt like a, a random raw exhibition match plopped on a card. Like if that was the case, again, you could have given us a women's title match. Like, like to not have a women's title match on this card, but to give us like this throwaway Dom Cody match just to get Cody on the card, just. Again, I get it. It gave us the moment of Cody in the damn ladder match. That's still that like can be like, yes, we do want Cody on this card because we saw what happened. Yeah. Put him on the fucking ladder match. That saves everything. He should have been in the money in the bank match. Like uh, that's that's really the thing. But it is what it is. Um, this was the only match on the card that I was kind of like, eh, it was only really dead. I, yeah. I didn't really care about it. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was a terrible match. I just no. didn't really care. Um, <laughs> Just but, for everything that was happening in the crowd and the stakes, it was just like, why is this match here? Yeah, just I didn't care. But, yeah, then we got, of course, uh, the penultimate main event. <laughs> I'm not one of those co-main event guys. There's one main event. Yes. There's no such thing I as co-main event. We got five main events tonight. No, we got one main event, big There dog. was one main event. Uh, <laughs> but we got World Heavyweight Championship match, Seth Rollins versus uh, Finn Balor. I thought this was a good match. Not as good as some of their stuff that they've done on TV. Mm-hmm. Not as good. I feel like the summer. Raw match had was hotter than this one. The last Raw match that they had. Yeah, not as good as their SummerSlam match. But I think maybe with like maybe about five more minutes more, this match could have really um, turned into something big. They were definitely out there doing some inventive stuff, doing some cool stuff. I thought the uh, the Pele kick counter into the Pedigree was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like some of the stuff that they did throughout the match was cool, but getting all the way in and I think about like a 12 minute match and then just getting the uh, Damian Priest finish, it made it feel like a raw match. It made it feel like, oh, here's some shenanigans just to remind you to the raw stuff. And that stuff is cool. I like the stuff that they're doing with, with uh, Damian and Finn. I, I really enjoyed all the judgment that they stuff on Monday, but I felt like this match if you're going to sell me mm-hmm. on this being this big heated feud, this dude went all the way to Florida to beat this man up. <laughs> on yep. a, on Finn a, has been, uh, it's been on site for Finn every time he's yes. seen on, on a On a random Tuesday, just decided I'm going to go follow this guy down there and beat him up. Um, but I didn't feel like we got like the ending that we should have gotten to this match for such mm-hmm. a heated feud. And that's probably because we're going to get a rematch, I'm assuming. But um, oh, for man. this match, for what it was, it was a little anticlimactic. Um, I enjoyed but, the match as a whole, but it just felt like it could have. It just felt like it was missing something. Yeah, them uh, the uh, egregious parts of them are them only getting twelve minutes, and this is a world title match. Yeah. Um you could have shaved 
some time off the fucking main event. It would have worked out. Like, <laughs> give this guy some time. Like, we don't even have time. We're on Peacock. Let's run it through. Uh, them only getting 12 minutes. And the one thing I didn't like about Priest showing up is he didn't also show up for Roman. Like, that would have made it for me. Yeah. Like, if he would have at least for one second I- teased. I know he's not going to beat him, but at least tease it. At least be like, maybe just like trick me into it. Like, but not even acknowledging it is like, not even yeah. acknowledging it. The person that's supposed to be acknowledged is kind of crazy. I mean, well, hey, I've told you, everybody that's on Raw, hey, man, y'all want to challenge for a title? Y'all come over here, man. Because yeah. that, that over there, that's not for you. You're wasting your talent, Randy, going over there, huh? You're wasting your time, buddy. You're not going <laughs> over there. And challenging for no title on that brand. If you want to challenge for a belt, come to this brand. And yeah. so, and, and I mean, the other part of it is, of course, Damien has the storyline stuff right. with, with Seth Rollins because yeah. um, he's feuding with Judgment Day. He had to match with him on TV. So it made sense for him to come out there uh, during their match. But I agree. The fact that he has not said anything about Roman at all, and Roman is by far the biggest champion in the company, I just don't like that. And that's the same thing I don't like about the segments on weekly television. The fact that nobody wants to be champion, the the fact that nobody talks about champion, and I'm Mm -mm. not even talking about just in their segments. It's not like anybody cutting promos around their segments ever even mentions him. Ever. I I just don't. I I think that that's kind of silly, but. That's like it was, it was Kevin Owens for a while. He was like the only one, but then they got him in the tag team and he forgot about it. Yeah, I mean, Rollins would sometimes, but yeah, that just mm-hmm. shows you the pedestal that they have Roman on. And I just think that in some ways it hurts the rest of the brand. Right. But, you know, I'm sure people won't agree with me on that. Um, it, it's, like, I'm, I I know he's not even going to beat him. I just want you to fake, like, act like it. Like, at, at, at least, least be like, hey, Roman, I might beat your ass too. Just say it. You know what I mean? At, you don't have at, to do it. I mean, because, again, if you're putting over how big of a deal it is that this guy's held this belt for a thousand days, Somebody should want to beat him, right? I want to beat him. You're the man. I want to be. I want your clout. Why wouldn't I say it? Yeah. At least like I want to beat Roman. I want to be that guy. I don't care about Jay. I don't care about this. I want to be the guy. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody even says it. Yeah, and that's the part of it that I don't really care for. But this match was fine. I thought they had a good match. I thought it could have been better, um, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I am enjoying the Finn and uh damian precinct it the, yeah. the the outcome of this match well the ending of this match just felt a little anticlimactic to me. it did uh, like like you said i think that was kind of the story of the a couple of these matches they just needed more time to kind of really none of them ever got out of first gear it's like they're cooking and it's really good but they just need a little bit extra given 12, 12 minutes hearing that out loud with finn and seth is like y'all yeah. are wilding these guys can go what do you mean give them 16 at least <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably gonna have a match at SummerSlam as well, um, which Th- triple threat match, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but that because that's where you know they started their feud and they've been trying to build. I, I'm sure it's gonna come back full circle, and the blow yeah. blow off match will probably be at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, but cannot talk about this show without talking about the main event, mm-hmm. um, the biggest spectacle on on this entire show, the Bloodline Civil War. Uh, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa versus the Usos, and Roman Reigns was pinned for the first time in three years by Jey Uso. By mm-hmm. Jey Uso, mm-hmm. um, this was good. Um, I I enjoyed it. I have gotten kind of tired of the uh, Roman formula for matches with all of the all of the same kind of similar spots, the, the, the ref bumps, the, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that I've kind of gotten tired of because we've seen it for so long now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
all of that stuff I could take or leave. But I thought the final stretch of this match was very, very good. I thought all of the callbacks they did were great. Um, Jay kicking out and doing the low blow just like mm-hmm. he did to him in their matches was great. Um, that little tag maneuver that Solo and Roman did oh, with Samoa and Spike. And fire. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Roman trying to stack him like he did in the finish to mm-hmm. WrestleMania with Edge and Brian was good. Crazy false finish. Out. I mm-hmm. thought that was a great false finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way they handled the presentation of it as well, just the way that um, it was handled when Jay finally pinned him, everything around it was really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, the match was a little bit long for my taste. but Yeah. Uh, and that's not to say that the match was too long for any main event. Yeah, main event should get the big spot. But I think for the stuff that they were doing in it, you probably could have cut some of the time off of this. Yeah, uh, I thought the the beginning of it was kind of slow. They could have probably shaved yeah. like five minutes on. Yeah. Like them trying to like establish what's going on here. Like get to it, dude. Like we know why you guys are here. Everybody's here to fight. Like we already showed that you guys want to fight. We don't have to like slow walk the dog into it. I thought they slow walked the dog. But no, when they got to it, the final stretch was crazy when the, all mm-hmm. the stuff that they started going into. Uh, I thought that uh, them kicking out of them being stacked and Roman getting like Roman is frustrated and so was like, man, we got to get your shit together. We still in the match. Like, get your ass up. We're still fighting. And Roman being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm into this. I thought they told a lot of great stories throughout it. Mm-hmm. And Jay getting the victory um, that feels like they've been telling this story for, you know, three years and, and, Jay's been the one that's uh, been being the lap dog, been getting beat up, been the pain. And for him to get a big victory here is a big moment, which leads into the match at SummerSlam. But I, I just kind of feel exactly like you're saying. The only time that Jay has, that Roman's been beat is in a tag match with who they say is the greatest tag team of all time. Like, of course he's going to lose this match. You can't beat the Usos. They're the ones. They're the, they're the best tag team in the company. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, look, Beyond the fact that, yes, the Usos should win this match because it's a tag team match. Um, I do think it's really cool that the Usos have gotten the main event two pay-per-views this year. Pretty and sick. They had two really big moments main eventing. Main eventing WrestleMania with Sammy and Kevin Owens was fantastic. Main eventing this show with your family and having such a big moment, that's that's fire. Like I think Now Jay's great. about to hook in main event SummerSlam, bro. That's yeah, huge. That's- that's dope. And so I, I really like the fact that they're putting so much on them as a tag team. I, they wish, they, I wish they were doing a little bit more with the tag division and building up feuds. Um, they are starting, but I wish that they got a spot on this on this pay-per-view. Um, but at the same time, the Usos as a, pay-per-view, as, as a tag team now look like the biggest deal in the company because yep. now they've beat the guy. They've beat the guy that is on the tippity top of the of the, pet, of the uh, totem pole, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great way to put over how how good they are as a as a tag team, and that they never needed to win their matches with him because that was the thing with the bloodline mm-hmm. stuff. He needed them to win their matches. They right. didn't need him, mm-hmm. and that's the story you're telling here. You're also telling a story that Jay, um, for the entire time when Jimmy was away, could not beat him, right. and all of this time, like, and the whole reason. You know, he left the bloodline is because Jimmy left. He was never going to turn on Jimmy and just building up what their bond means, what those two guys mean to each other. I think that's a great story. And I also think it is an amazing story of saying that, hey, might not be the, you might not be the head of the table. You might not be the guy. You might not be the face of the company. But 
we can beat him together. Mm-hmm. I think that's a tremendous story, and I think that made for a great finish here. And I do think that that is the finish of all of this because I that's do the not finish. Think, <laughs> I do not think that Jay Uso is going to beat him for this. And I think that's the finish to all of this. Is hella funny. <laughs> Seriously, I, I I do not think that Jay is going to beat this man for the title. Um, but I I thought that this was a great way to end the pay per view. Um, we've had a few of those this year. I mean, say what you will about the bloodline stuff and Roman, but when they've given them the 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 close of the pay per view, it's been mm-hmm. fire, man. Royal yeah. Rumble, amazing mm-hmm. finish. Royal Rumble was was he? Uh, Mont- uh, in Montreal, Elimination Chamber, great way to end the show. WrestleMania, same thing, great way to end the show with the Usos and Kevin Owens. Um, and this was the same thing. They've they've given them a few. Night of Champions was another one uh, mm-hmm. where they closed with uh, Sammy and Kevin Owens, and you closed with Roman losing that night. Didn't get pinned that night, but you closed with them losing. Um. Yeah, I think everything they've done so far with the bloodline and really showing you that the reason why this is the main storyline for the company, why it's given all the attention, why it's like drawing huge numbers on television, why it's like, you know, generating the ticket sales it is, is mm-hmm. because people are into this. People are invested and the execution of it has been great for the most part. Now, in hindsight, Philip Lindsay, was WrestleMania the right move? Was this moment better than Cody's getting that moment? Because you no. wouldn't have got this moment if Cody would have beat Roman at WrestleMania. No, I still think Cody should have won. Yeah. But I will say that this is the first time <clears throat> since WrestleMania that they did something with Roman where it felt like it was worth the wait. It did yeah. feel like it was worth the wait for Jay to be the first guy to pin him. Mm-hmm. But I still think but still, they, I still think they made a colossal mistake. Yeah. by not making Cody champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the story of Jay being the first guy to pin him and the way they did it with a tag match. Um, still feels like Cody should be champion. <laughs> 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 um, Cause you could have still told the story of, well, Jay's never beat him and then Jay, get, he loses and then Jay beats him. But you know, yeah. Apples um, and oranges apples and oranges i mean <laughs> so i guess technically we should try to like transition because jay uso is challenging roman reigns at SummerSlam. we got an hour <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we got an entire hour of Jesus bloodline Christ. uh bloodline shenanigans on smackdown <laughs> last night um these guys opened the show with a 40 minute segment uh and then closed the show as well so we got about an hour of bloodline stuff all together. Um, I thought this was a good way to capitalize off of the money in the bank closing. Um, it was a little bit long for me, man. Yeah, come it on. Was, it was a little bit long. We could do me. this in 20. We don't, have, we don't have to do this in 40. The, the, the story stuff that they did was good. I do feel like for the amount of time those guys were in the ring talking, um, the fact that you had to then come back at the end of the show to give us the resolution to it um, kind of tells me that you gave us a lot to get to nowhere at first. Yeah. Um, Why, how, and, how are you not getting to the point in 40 minutes? Why are we coming back to this? I thought we did it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you got the beat down. You got all of this stuff. Um, but it just felt like they were out there for a long time. Man. That's a long time. Man. And I mean, when you got a roster full of people and you spend half the show on essentially one segment <laughs> that's crazy 
Yeah, uh, but the, I really like the segment itself. It just like mm-hmm. I said, boy, it felt like it went it went long. Uh, I like the idea of them coming out and them going, nah, you've been manipulating us. And mm-hmm. he's just like, no, I haven't. And then he, they show this whole video with all his evidence. And he's, <laughs> just, he's just still looking around like, no, I haven't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, it's um, not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the crowd chanting at him, um, you fucked up. You fucked up. And he's just like, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> like that stuff was great him him giving a line and then the crowd coming back and, and doing this call and response to the entire segment was great uh i i think all of the jay stuff was great but yeah no people that are like man look at this acting like these guys doing the telling the telling the weather like staring at the screen and doing like these elongated facial expressions this is not like this amazing oscar bait acting bro this is just like hammy wrestling acting and don't get me wrong like i said i enjoy it but i do think people are putting a little bit on it and i listen shakespeare's rolling in his grave this ain't what that is nigga But like, like I said, I thought this was good. I, 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 I enjoy it. I, I like the close of the show as well. I liked um, Jay coming back and going, no, I'm not just going to leave. I'm not going to run away like I've been doing. And um, even the small things like during the initial segment of uh, Roman putting the lay on him and acting like he was going to walk away. And you almost had this uh, hesitance from jay in his face like i don't mm-hmm. really want this either if this is what it's done to you i don't want to be like you um and i think that that was kind of the subtext like he never said it but that was kind of unspoken words there like mm-hmm. he was looking around like are you really done and i don't get the feeling that jay wants what roman has i think he just wants to beat him yeah like he's trying to roman's trying to pass the torch to him and Rome and jay's like if the torch is what that shit you were doing i don't want the torch dude i just want to beat your ass because you put me and my brother through some crazy shit yeah and i think he's kind of looking around like um but the first time when they feuded hey i got this uh i got this title match i want to win because i want to be champion and now he's looking at it like if this is what means the most to you if this is this is what will put it into it then i want to take this from you Mm -hmm. and i don't think it i don't think that means he wants to be the tribal chief and he wants to have like the entourage and all this other stuff i think he just wants to put an end to this and he may be thinking like even in storyline thing in the storyline sense of if i take this belt maybe you'll snap back into the person that we know and you'll stop being this fucking tyrant that's destroying all the of that so if i take the thing that you love the most maybe you'll come back to our family (laughs) (laughs) whack arnold's is tearing the family apart But yeah, they told it, and we are getting it. It's official for SummerSlam. It's, Tribal well, have Chief, they announced it Roman yet? Ra- I, I thought I saw a graphic for it. Uh, I don't know. Well, if they have, yeah. but I mean, it pretty much is the match. Um, even yeah. if we don't have an official announcement, pretty certain that it's going to be Jey Uso versus uh, Roman Reigns in Detroit, Michigan at SummerSlam. Um, and it's going to end up with... Roman, Roman, Roman Reigns wins again. That's great. See you at WrestleMania, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Get your hopes down, you guys. Jay Uso Get your is hopes not, down. <laughs> Jay Uso is not winning Get your this hopes championship. Down. Get your hopes down. <laughs> Get your hopes down. That's hilarious. <laughs> Get your hopes down, Phil. I'm not lying, man. 
because people have been convinced. People are all the way convinced at this point. I'm like, no, we saw Jay get his big win. We saw it. He's not getting another one. He's not taking that championship. We saw the big win. Yo, uh, yeah, nah. I've I've seen uh, I've seen already the two cycles of cope of this. Of mm-hmm. now, people are like, see, he pinned them already, so he's gonna do it, man. I've been saying all along, it's Jay, man. Jay's gonna beat him. No, Jay is gonna lose. And I got I've it all wrong. He pinned him already. <laughs> yeah, Jay is gonna lose, and I feel like the whole point of him pinning him is a to put over how how great they are as a tag team, but also give you a visual reason of why he deserves a title match now because mm-hmm. he's the first guy to pin them. So now he has a claim to that title match. Um, but no, he's losing. And I also saw from the cope of that, we also got the, the Solo Sokoa stuff in this segment oh, yeah, where yeah. Solo picked up the lay and mm-hmm. he was looking around like, and that's also why I felt like Jay didn't want it, but Solo was looking like, but I... I do this. want it. Yeah, I do want this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw people like maybe Solo's the one. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Solo is not beating him. Now, maybe that's the way you pad this out for the next few months before we get back to that's how we stretch this for longer. Phil, damn it. <laughs> maybe, maybe Solo is going to challenge him at the next big pay per view after SummerSlam, yeah. or maybe mm-hmm. by the end of this year. Um, I did say during this segment how he was trying to walk around and, and the look on his face when uh, Roman was shedding his fake tears mm-hmm. when he kneeled and Solo's look of just kind of like disgust, like, what are you doing? Um, I do think when Solo finally does give him the Samoan spike, that crowd is going to go absolutely nuts. Um, and that is going to be another one of these big moments in this storyline. What uh, What happens after, uh, say he beats jay what happens from here to wrestlemania i don't know yeah i don't know i, I i'm think like thinking gonna... in my brain i'm like what yeah, what is know. it till then i think they're going to keep stretching parts of it but i do think they've got to be cautious because like i said i do enjoy the bloodline stuff but there was a point right after wrestlemania where i was just like man i think you might have uh squeezed as much juice as you can out of this lemon man but Hey, oh, is that the thing to do? Send Roman home? I'll just go on vacation for three months. Maybe they'll forget about you. Yeah, I mean, hey, they sure showed me because they've got some great television out of it since then. Yeah. We've yeah. got some good matches, but, um, man, it is a, it does feel like it's a lot of stalling. And that's why I do understand some of the Super Chats we got where people are like, man, it's kind of ready. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not I, – I don't think that – I don't think that it's because this stuff is not good. I Like I said, I've enjoyed it. But I do think they're putting so much on this, and there's not enough emphasis on the fact that this man is champion, mm-hmm. and nobody else around him seems to care about that. Um, and that's the problem I have with it. But mm-hmm. the bloodline stuff is fine in itself. In a vacuum, the bloodline stuff is good. But I am kind of ready for some new challengers, man. I'm ready for some new opponents for Roman, man. Because um, you've just been telling the same story with these same four, five, six guys for the last Three years at most, but at max, like, a year of us being like, is it going to be Jay? Is it going to be Sammy? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be this? And I want just somebody else to potentially have a shot at this and for Roman to interact with some other people. Like, great, you put all your family over. Everybody's over. It's fuck. It all worked. Everything worked. Let's get some other people involved in this. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. But see, the other problem with it is now you've conditioned your audience to to believe that nobody can beat this man until Jay just pinned him. And so now people are like, oh, it's Jay. 
Jay managed to do the impossible, so Jay's gonna win. I still don't think Jay is gonna win. I just think that you've now uh, removed the mystique around Roman in a way because he's been winning all this time with the help of the Usos mm-hmm. and Solo Sokola. And so, Solo Sokola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Solo Sokola. Um, That's a drink. You better get that Solo sponsorship Sokola. deal. Solo Sokola is hilarious. <laughs> Solo um, Sokola. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, but so so now that the Usos are not there and eventually mm-hmm. Solo's not going to be there, how does he win matches anymore? And I mean, yeah, wow. you, you you get to that point, but man, it has taken them a long time. It's, they to they get took there, the man. long route, brother. <laughs> They're still still getting to it. Like I feel like we should have been telling this story a year ago, and like we just barely got to it. And I will give them props. All the execution. Anytime they have the big SmackDown moment or the big pay per view moment, it's always really good. It's always compelling. It's always great. Everybody has great facials. They're telling great stories. But it's just taking so long that it's just like, get to it, man. Damn, I want to see something happen. I want to see you either lose this or challenge somebody else. That's it. That's all. Like, I love everything that's happening. I'm happy they get into the SummerSlam match so we can start eliminating some of these people that they think are going to be the ones. Yeah, I, I definitely think we need to we need to end this Jay agenda for for yes for good. Jay is not going to beat this man. Mm-mm. He's not going to beat him. And I think the sooner people realize that the better because uh, we remember we had this conversation with Sammy because we were yep. both sitting here like nah he's not beating Sammy Sane Mm-mm. the only time they bamboozled us is I really believed with Cody and you didn't I did Nuh-uh. I thought Cody was going to be the guy to beat him mm-hmm. but I, I think we got to we got to start wrapping it up soon man because boy <sighs> I don't know if this is a hot take I could not be any less interested in this man as champion <laughs> definitely like, a hot take <laughs> i like i think that what he's doing character wise is great but i just don't care about him holding that belt anymore because mm-hmm. they don't it does not feel like there's anybody that wants to challenge him. nobody cares it, does, it doesn't feel like he has any interest in defending the belt i just don't really care about Ooh, when they did that ref bump at money in the bank i was like oh buddy do not do this to us it was short-lived when they got it back but it felt like damn they're going into the same old roman shit and i just want to get away from that man i don't want like they're eliminating some of the elements by having the usos be away potentially teasing uh solo being away from them so we will like you said have to see him in a new element without the that but yeah. that element is just wore so heavy on me that I'm just like yeah. get to it, bro. I I agree. I I and I I that was my worry with some of this match too. Is it felt like so many other Roman matches we've seen during this reign. I'm just like, come on, man, just give me something else, man. Do something Please. different. It's not hard. <laughs> but again, all of this stuff is good. All of this it's still yeah. compelling. Um, I thought they they executed this well. Uh, people are gonna remember where they were when Jay Uso pinned this man. They are. Um, it is definitely gonna go down as one of those huge um, WWE moments. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of those too, like this storyline yeah. thing. Uh, if they combine all the moments, like you said, in a vacuum, like they got the story to be told. Is it the greatest story of all time? Like people are saying online. I think that's recency bias. I, th- I don't think you're really uh, uh, factoring everything else in. Like you, you've been watching this every week for the last three years so i could understand why you think it's the greatest story ever i don't know if i could say that at this point yeah i think we gotta see how they wrap it up we gotta see right. how they finish it before exactly. i'm ready to say that mm-hmm. how they're gonna stick this landing because it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough i'm still thinking that 
this time next year, Roman Reigns is still going to have all three of those championships. <laughs> next summer, Slam, we're going to be doing the same, talking about the same thing. I can't, I can't, <laughs> and this I can't. time it'll be, oh, Solo pinned him after a year. <laughs> I can't do another year with him as champion, man. I can't. I can't do it. Man. Well, they got your boy to distract you from it. They got Rollins to be like, don't even think about Reigns. It's, uh, it's all good over here. Everything's fun. He's defending this championship on all the shows. nasty well, let's get into some super chats <laughs> dream ninja says phil we inch it closer and closer to mercedes versus julia put it in the u.s and sell out fast so uh, a lot of people saying they want to see that match in uh in here in the u.s but it might kind of hit harder in japan honestly i don't care where we get it yeah um, we get gotta it. get that match man mm -hmm. it, can you imagine if that's the wrestle kingdom match Yeesh, that shit would go so hard, so hard. I'm. Uh, I wish we had some Mercedes uh, injury news. Yeah, It'd be pretty hard. Yeah, I don't know, man. Wherever they do that match, I'm in. I, I I'm in. That's gonna be that a huge match. And yeah. I mean, I have to assume though. Um, part of the reason I just said Russell Kingdom, but I think part of the reason they put that belt in particular on Julia is because they are probably gonna do it in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Um, but, Speaking of that, where's the IWGP Women's Championship at? What's going on with that? Yeah, my IWGP Women's Champion right now, mm -hmm. but I have to assume, like by the time they're ready to to do stuff, because we're just it sounds crazy, but we're kind of starting the road to Wrestle uh, Kingdom, Kingdom already. We are because mm -hmm. G One is kind of the, the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. So I have to assume they're going to build to something by Wrestle Kingdom with that, time. right? That's dope. That's going to be amazing. Uh, Jake Salazar, this is from earlier. Now, nah, somebody coming for me? Nah, buddy. I'm moving to Humper Chest now. YouTube won't let me type what I want. Yeah, we saw, <laughs> we saw you wilding already, big dog. Bro, bro, bro typed his warning in Super Chat. Bro, say, I'm about to pull up in the other one. <laughs> Jared Jackson says, Pumpkin Hill from Sonic Adventures 2 was dope. Can't go wrong with Sonic music, man. Uh, Orion Ben six 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 says that image of EO standing over cuffed Becky and Bailey. Yeah, that was fire. Um, yeah, I mean just just the entire way they did it, the way that she crawled over Bailey to get up there, I thought that was a great way to do that. Super dope. Anime Otaku says Warhammer fans saw that turn as soon as Shayna walked out. Her gear was based on the leader of some super soldiers that turned on their creator. Oh, nice! They were telling a story that we didn't even know about. I, I did notice uh I did notice the the cosplay. I I got distracted by um Rhonda doing the Majin Vegeta uh cosplay because she had the M on her head and she had the Vegeta Everybody was like, What does this M mean? Yeah, my she was doing Majin Vegeta. I also saw people that were very confused by um Becky's gear as well because they kept calling her Jean Grey and I was like, oh, Yeah, she. they did. I, like, I nope. saw that a lot. It's clearly Siren. Siren is an Irish character. <laughs> Becky's Irish. Um, Jean Grey. It's Siren. <laughs> no, they could. They were like, no, it's Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah, it's Phoenix. <laughs> Match of the Year Priest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Match of the Year Priest. Match of the Year. Regav Esra Sean <laughs> says. <laughs> Could have been better if they waited a week and had the unification match as a winner take all with all three teams with Shayna turning after the match. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. 
Uh, maybe they wanted to give them the big big win before that. I wonder when they knew they were going to do this turn. Like, I'd love to. to I know would love this. to know. Like, <laughs> what is the timeline? Like, because I, I, it's hard for me. I want to say they gave Shannon uh, Ronda the belt, and she was like, "You guys, uh, and when my contract is up in three weeks, I'm out of here," or something like that. When she was like, "I don't know why you guys are giving me this belt." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, Dream Ninja also says legit chance for four women's matches at SummerSlam Ronda versus Shayna, Rhea and Raquel, Asuka versus Charlotte versus Bianca, and Becky versus Trish. I'm down for all four matches. Getting very still in my word for Asuka's face because it still feels like she is she is getting the less focus out of all of the women on her brand, and she's the champion. Right. And I that is very concerning to me, but. What can you do? Right. Uh, Coy Stalling says, Nick F and Wayne. Let's fucking go. Can't wait. Yeah, this Wednesday, the rivalry is being brought to national television. We got the debut of Nick Wayne. His birthday is tomorrow, wow. July. The, no, it's Monday, July the 10th. Uh, he's turning 18 years old, so he could be on national television and he's going to be taking on Swerve. They have already had two amazing matches in Defy Wrestling for uh, first time Swerve, second time Nick Wayne. This is the rubber match right here. Going to be on live TV. Going to have a lot of, as you saw in the video package, there's a lot of history between them and Darby Allen and all this stuff. So it's going to be dope. Uh, Bragov became a member of the YouTube page. Shout out to him for doing that. Um, Appreciate you. Um, Leonard Aaron the third says with G1 starting a week from today, who do you guys have winning it? I have Zach Saber Jr. winning it. Also, do you think Sonata leaves this year as the champ? I do think he is gonna leave 2023 as a champion, and I believe that Naito is gonna win a G1 and Naito will challenge him at Wrestle Kingdom. It feels mm. like the story they've been telling is basically keeping these guys apart yeah. and like doing this kind of storyline of, of the LIJ guys eventually getting their one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. I agree. Night is the one. That's what I'm going with, too. Uh, and I think our last super chat of the day is Jake Salazar says, keep the word cinema out of wrestling, especially bloodline related, because, man, it's unbearable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think just no people comment. are just making jokes on Twitter, man. It's yeah. just a fun meme for people on Twitter, man. I just, I mostly ignore it. <laughs> um, it is a fun meme it. for them, but a lot of people are serious about it. Like, I are go scroll on the timeline and they're like, this really is the greatest. Serious? I really do. Yeah. Yeah. This is the greatest piece of history I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm like, all right, bro. Relax. Cinema. <laughs> Thumbs down. You guys suck at cinema. Do we have any more Humper Chats before we slide out of here? I'm sure uh, I'm sure we do. Um, last one we saw was uh, Jake uh, spazzing on my man. Mm-hmm. Jake getting the shit off. Sorry, can't say spazzing no more. No, you but, can't uh, say that. Can't say that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, no so much. Uh, Samoa Joe is the draw, not Sam. Nelson, come on, bro. Nelson. We all got to be real about this, Nelson. Okay. I'm just going to read it out. Samoa Joe is the draw, not CM Punk. He can actually defend championships without getting injured. He wasn't gone seven years. He has a twisted metal with actors people actually know from billion-dollar franchises. Hey, Hills is a good show. 
tell me tell me when I'm I'm telling lies, Jake. Let me tell you right now, nothing month. You are lying. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are all the way lying. funny. Yeah, there was a little bit of cap in there, like we were talking about earlier with the rap disses. You got some. You got your shit off though. No, no, nah, nah. that's what I'm saying. Look, yo, get your get your lies in. It's all it's all funny games. But yeah, you are absolutely lying, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, another one from Nelson Muntz. Uh, Reg WWE didn't have many options in London. Football clubs that can seat 40k or more oh. won't give up their stadiums this close to the start of the new football season. Wembley was already booked, and Twitchman, I think that's how you pronounce it, Twitchman uh, Stadium that can hold hold 80k is mostly for rugby. Gotcha. Um, so just circumstance at this point. That's like the best that yeah. they could do. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, we got one from Black Phoenix brand. Happy Grapser Day, fellas. No specific question today. Just wanted to send a shout out to you all. See y'all in Chicago for either All Out or Survivor Series. Feel your city out here eating. Holla at your mama. Tell him, <laughs> <laughs> tell him to get AEW back in Memphis. To, uh, no, sorry, write that wrong. Uh, tell him to get AEW back to Memphis. Um, Memphis. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, man. <laughs> it's what it is, man. I know people were having their moment, but. Listen, get all the shows in Chicago. <laughs> what do you guys think <laughs> Phil's going to be like? Yeah, we shouldn't have more shows where I nah, can go to in my home. Don't bring Come Survivor on. Series here, a show that I've never <laughs> been to in my entire life. Oh, don't bring it here. Bound for Glory either, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I've never been to a Bound for Glory either. So They're like, no, you shouldn't. Don't. Stop trying to stop me from having fun, man. Let's, let's <laughs> let people about. enjoy things. Let Phil enjoy let, things. <laughs> let people enjoy things. Let me enjoy this Twitter. Come on, New Yorkers. Knock it off. <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> Not letting people enjoy things. A single blue note kind of sent one in. Omos versus Reigns. In a what match? In a what? No. Omos throwing Queen's flip into that wall <laughs> was legitimately one of the funniest things I saw yesterday. I that laughed was really... hard when he grabbed the front Queen's because it, it felt like they weren't going to go as far at the end, but he just kept going. I was like, this is amazing. The, the way he slid down the wall and everything. <laughs> <laughs> really, really funny, man. Um, funny. No, that's one of those cool things that I want more wrestling companies to do, like acknowledge things like yes. that. Queen's flip is, is, is a known New Yorker. He does... Mm-hmm. Uh, he does the Joe podcast. He's he's a fixture. Yeah, man. Have guys like Queen Flip come through, man. Exactly. That's what it should be like. These people that show interest, these people that are quote unquote influencers or people of whatever culture they are, they should be on there. You should be having gamers and people that are streaming online. Like you should be featuring all these people that be going hard for your brand without you even acknowledging him. So this is the last one from Jake Salazar. Get this man up out of here just lying. This man acting like me and CM Punk doing. Yeah, I'm not going to say that part. last part. The hate is real. Jake Salazar, you crazy person. Y'all need to relax, okay? Yeah, man, listen. Graps the gang. Uh, listen, and the great thing about what CM Punk is doing is if you want to boo this, man, you can. You can. And I think he likes what it. He, what he's doing is tremendous, man. I'm super excited for Collision tonight. Mm-hmm. Punk versus Joe is going to be up. Um, really hot main event. We're getting tag titles match as well. FDR yeah. going against uh, Juice and Jay. Mm. Um, Juice and Jay might do it. Will they? Might do it. I don't know. I don't think they will. But I think it's going to be a good <laughs> match. Um, 
And of course, we got the semifinals of the women's Owen Hart mm-hmm. Cup with Willow going against Athena. I am predicting that Willow's going to win and hand Athena her first her first loss in months. Yep. And Athena's not going to be happy about that. But shout out to Athena. Maybe that means that Willow will be her opponent at the next pay-per-view as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We do have a Ring of Honor show in like three weeks that, that Athena needs opponent for. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, this should be uh this should be a great show tonight. Super excited mm-hmm. for Collision. Um, and if you are also excited for Collision, um, Colliders Unite <laughs> at the end of uh at the end of the night and uh, check out Fightful's post show with uh, Iridian, Ricky Upin, and Cresta. Yes, Cresta. Mm-hmm. Check that shit out. It's gonna be a dope show. They're they're really good, uh good really good cast of characters. Uh yeah, the collision's gonna be really dope tonight. I'm very excited for all the colliders. They're still in Canada. Hopefully Canada is still excited about seeing wrestling and they are a hot crowd tonight. Yeah, the crowd was a little flat last week for collision. But yeah. It's still a good show. Um hopefully, you know, get a better crowd tonight. But I think maybe because that one that that was a recorded one, they did it like back to back nights. Um, hopefully, this one a little bit of space, a little bit more setup, that it'll be better. Yep. Uh, yeah, this has been Grapsity. Don't mm-hmm. think we have any more Humper Chats before we get out of here. Let me just double check. I don't want to leave anybody out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the super chats. Of course, we appreciate you guys for submitting the super chats, uh, furthering along the conversations here with Phil and I. Y'all are dope, man. Yeah, that is it for our super chats. Um, so that is it for your boys. Um, you know, usual. Appreciate you guys coming through. Appreciate the support as always. Um, this has been Phil, the big homie Reg. Yeah. We are out. Yeah, peace y'all. See y'all next week.